Thanks for listening to the Home Fix Show podcast brought to you by Heating Equipment Company. All makes and models of residential and commercial furnaces and air conditioners can be serviced or installed by Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer. 208-459-2212. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prince. Hey, so what's happening? What, what's happening? This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. Welcome to Saturday. If you're new with us uh, this morning for the first time, uh, get ready for an interesting ride, we hope. Uh, what we do here is not only try to provide some wake-up or breakfast entertainment for you on Saturday morning, but to actually try and help help you out with your questions about some home repairs maybe or building your new house. Maybe it's marriage counseling caused by home repairs or building new houses, improvements that you just want to make because your life or the life of those around you have changed a little bit or you're just sick of looking at something. Uh, maybe questions about the contractors, some neighborhood relations. We're going to get into that at about 9 o'clock with our guest we're going to have on the show here. And uh, maybe you've seen some products in the stores and are wondering if they are what they say they are. So if I can't get to the right answer for you, there's plenty of folks that we know are listening to this program that probably have that answer, and I invite them to call in also to help us solve problems. Live streaming and podcasts of this show are always available at kboi.com. If you need to uh, leave before the program's over, you can always come back and catch up to the rest of it there. Uh, You can also listen live if you're on the go through the KBOI app or ask your smart speaker to play the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. Also, if you're listening at a time other than we are on the air live, you can still ask me questions and send them in via an email to joe at joeprin.com and also a full list of my trusted resources and the referral contacts that I recommend are available there at joeprin.com. So welcome to our program this morning. This is Home Fix. The way you get involved with us here is you grab your phone and punch in 208-336-3700. Tara will answer, find out your name, what you want to talk about, and then you and I chat, 208-336-3700. In the 9 o'clock hour this morning, uh, just about an hour from now, you'll be introduced to Scott from Idaho Fence Masters. He's going to be joining us here on the program. We're going to talk about fencing the materials, installing, the installers, tips, tricks, and techniques, and all that, and a little bit of advice, maybe some codes or legalities and homeowners associations and neighbors and all that stuff. So should be a, a good conversation with somebody you haven't heard on the show. This will be Scott's first appearance on the show, so we'll welcome him here today at 9 a.m. 208 336 Zero zero is how you can join us, 208-336-3700. An email question that came in had to do with some vinyl flooring uh, that I received in a uh, uh, vinyl flooring in a bathroom. Uh, the question that I received was saying that it was peeling up where the vinyl joined uh, the edge of their shower pan. They had an acrylic um, or fiberglass, some kind of a, a shower pan there, and the vinyl was lifting there, and how do they glue that down? They weren't having a lot of success with that. So 
uh, went through that question, but I remember that we did talk about this on the program. Uh, boy, it's been, I think, maybe even a couple of years since we did, so I thought reviewing that wouldn't be bad for all of us, just see if anything's changed or any new input on that. There's, there's still a lot of vinyl flooring that's being used in bathrooms and laundry rooms and kitchens. You think it would all be the LV, LV uh, luxury vinyl tile, the, the planks and the, uh, you think it's all ceramic tile and that, but uh, depending on the house and the situation and budgeting and stuff, uh, vinyl flooring is still being used. It's, it's very waterproof. It, it, sometimes in the smaller rooms, as long as the dimension of the room is not over 12 feet wide, you can uh, get this all in one piece. So there's no seams or anything if you uh, don't go over 12 feet wide or long or something. It's fairly quick to install. It's economical. Uh, and uh, one of the things about it, though, is it, it really should be held captive. It should be pinched down as much as you can around the edges, if possible, to keep this peeling back from from happening. And this person nailed the one place uh, where it where it does usually cause the problems, and that's in front of a bathtub or a shower. It's a traditional spot that that uh, breaks loose. The vinyl curls up a little bit. Uh, it's where that vinyl comes up against that fixture, and it's sealed with usually a bead of caulking. It could be silicone or it could be an acrylic-based material, but that's really not much structural help like the baseboard moldings or the vanity cabinet or the toilet or something that's holding it down in other places. Um, and it's an environment that has you know a lot of water on it, and being that it's two different materials, expansion and contraction, plus the vibration of people you know, walking right there and, and standing in the shower pan or in climbing into the tub and stuff. Plus just the aging of the vinyl. We said it was, you know, an, a fairly economical thing. Most of them are unless you went for a, you know, a very high-end product. But as that vinyl ages, sometimes it shrinks a little bit or it can start to curl where it is unsupported a little bit. And then that seal opens up and allows water uh, just to to get behind the vinyl and to the floor that's down there below. So when that when that seal breaks, that subfloor is exposed, and most of those are made out of either a particle board material, particle board underlayment, or a very thin veneer of uh, underlayment plywood. You know, probably the the worst choice ever for a water environment that uh, the vinyl flooring has been put down over. And then the slightest amount of moisture. That glue breaks loose from the wood. The vinyl begins to curl. It lifts up. It gets loose. This opens the wound even more there. Water can get in there. Dirt can get in there. And it just never seems to go back. And it can get very, very bad very, very fast. So uh, you might want to look if you have vinyl flooring in your home right now. And you might want to inspect that area if it is in your bathroom. uh, Or perhaps anywhere where it comes up against a threshold or a... Uh, another type of flooring, just make sure that it's really good and secure there. If there's a seam that it's not loose or cracked open, because uh, if things haven't gotten away from you, uh, this can be fixed uh, quite easily just with a new bead of caulking along there. That uh, that may be all that's needed to protect it for the next few years. But if it's not, and that seemed to be the case with the person uh, sending me the question, that was not the case for them. They weren't able just to seal it back down. So I'll tell you how we fix that when we return after this break, which are the commercial messages brought to you by our sponsors of this show. We thank them for 
doing that each and every week with us here on the air. And if you get a chance to need the services of one of these trades or suppliers or individuals, please give them a chance at your business. They're good people. That's why they're part of the Home Fix family here on News Talk KBOI. I'm Joe Prin. You are listening to Home Fix. A Home Fix show with Joe Prin. We'll be right back on News Talk KBOI. Water damage can cost thousands of dollars to repair. One way to prevent this is rain gutters, the most overlooked and least expensive addition to your home. Rain gutter systems move water away from your home, reducing the risk of a flooded basement, crawl space, damaged siding, fascia, and soffits. Recently, a home without rain gutters had to have $35,000 in siding repairs before rain gutters could be installed. And leaky rain gutters on one side of a home that went undiscovered for a year cost a homeowner $8,000 in repairs. Hunter rain gutters are the only local company in Boise who have crisscrossed Idaho, Washington, and Oregon, working on hundreds of jobs in the Pacific Northwest, dealing with huge amounts of moisture. This experience provided skills, knowledge, and expertise to undertake any job they could come across in the Treasure Valley. If your gutters are sagging, damaged, or leaking, it's time to take care of this. And if your gutters just need to be cleaned, call the setup service so you stay safe and off the ladder. Call 208-747-0641 or visit HunterRainGutters.com and follow Hunter Rain Gutters on Facebook. This is the time of year that has to be one of the hardest for your floors. All the coming and going of children and friends and vacationing relatives and everything that they track in with them, plus the pets, and did I mention the children? Yeah, carpets take a lot of abuse, but so does your tile and hardwood floors. You've heard me sing the praises of Zero Res for many years. Zero Res has the cleaning knowledge, the techniques, and the tools for every situation and cleaning challenge. And for all of this, the thing that makes Zero Res different from everyone else, patented Zero Res water, which does a better job breaking down the dirt and grime to get carpets and floors cleaner while not leaving behind a sticky residue like detergent cleaners do. Zero Res cleans upholstery, area rugs, and outdoor patio furniture too. For quotes, professional scheduling, and service, and respect of your home and furniture, book your next appointment online at ZeroResBoise.com or call them at 208 208- 383-1000. That's 208-383-1000 for Zero Res. Fantastic countertops are more than appearance. Attention to detail in every step of the process and fabrication is critical to a stunning result. The fit and finish at installation is what makes for top-level customer satisfaction. That's what Cutting Edge Kitchens delivers with each and every countertop. From a simple bathroom vanity to the most incredible designer kitchens, Cutting Edge Kitchens has been there for all of it. Your choices for materials are better than they've ever been before. And with, well, Cutting Edge technology for measurements and making your tops, Cutting Edge Kitchens makes the process of new countertops efficient and a pleasure to watch. Is it time for new countertops in your home? Or are you building and want something a little different or better? Talk with Cutting Edge Kitchens now. Large format tile is also available as well as complete repair and restoration services for existing countertops. Cutting Edge Kitchens, 208-344-3404. That's 208-344-3404. Geez, I am really having trouble finding a general contractor that I can trust. It feels a bit like looking for the elusive Sasquatch. Hey, you just remodeled your kitchen and it looks amazing. How did you find your contractor? Oh, it was easy. You just call Sasquatch. Wait, what? Sasquatch is real? Oh, yeah. Sasquatch is real and great to work with. You just have to do the Sasquatch call. Oh, I see. Like this? Yeah, that was close. But you can also call him at 208 268 
800-848-8080. Well, that seems way easier. Does Sasquatch do social? Oh, for sure. Sasquatch is insta-famous. The Squatch also has a website. It's sasquatchcontracting.com. So that's 208-268-8080 and sasquatchcontracting.com? Yep, you got it. Wow, it looks like Sasquatch Contracting does all sorts of renovations and additions. Yep, Sasquatch Contracting can tackle any project you throw at them. Just give them a call. Or 208-268-8080. Sasquatch Contracting, what you've been looking for but couldn't find until now. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. Next week on our program, Kevin will be here from Garage Door Store Boise to talk to us about those midwinter tune-ups, the problems that come with cold temperatures and water and ice and noise and shifting of our homes and what we can do with our garage doors ourselves, as well as Hopefully you haven't done like one post I saw on uh, Facebook where somebody slid into their garage door with their car on the ice and punched a little dent in it and was asking about how to get that fixed. So Kevin will be here to talk to us about garage doors next week on the show. Okay, back to our peeling vinyl flooring. Uh, If you do have some lifting or peeling vinyl you can gently try to pull that back a little bit and then with your vacuum cleaner or shop vac or some kind of a handheld vac try to remove any debris that has gotten back there you know any pet hair or sand or dirt or anything that's gotten underneath that that vinyl or into that gap you could also blow it out with a air compressor or maybe you have one of those cans of that uh, compressed air that you can use on your computer keyboard or something, uh, just anything to try to blow out, blow out any loose materials. Then if you can find a, a piece of like one by two or maybe one by four, something that's fairly straight and flat or, you know, a strip of plywood that's cut to the, the length of your tub or your shower pan, the inside measurement there from left to right where this vinyl is, uh, maybe get a couple uh, bricks, maybe a few bricks, like six or eight of them even, or uh, or some rocks or something, and also a tube of uh, poly seam seal or one of the other brands of uh, acrylic latex caulking that's designed to use for a kitchen and bath, either in a clear or a white, depending on what you've got going on there. And you can squirt some of that into that area, not only under the vinyl, but right up to the edge and everything, wipe it off the best you can, any excess, and then lay that wood strip over that lifted edge or that loose edge and push it up against the tub and uh, lay the bricks on there to kind of hold it down, to squish it down like your your foot on a gas pedal, just holding that down. And then uh, walk away for a day or a day and a half and just let it cure there real nice. You could also use some construction adhesive if you have some of that. That may be a little hard to clean up a little bit uh, more than the uh, acrylic latex materials would be. But um, if you do use construction adhesive, make sure it's one that says on it that it's safe for foam or plastics. Some construction adhesives has a have a, uh, a solvent on them that flashes off. It helps them dry a little quicker, but it can also uh, actually melt some plastics and foam. So we want to make sure we don't have that. Uh, so after removing these these weights, these bricks, or I suppose you could use weights if you got a weightlifting set. You could just set uh, some of those on there too. Uh, you may have a little bit of cleanup to do, uh, a little bit of scraping, or 
You could do that with maybe some soap and water and a, a plastic scraper, something you're not going to do more damage with, or maybe even a single-edge razor blade along the edge of a, a metal tub or a cast iron tub just to scrape off any of the, the glue got there and, and see what it looks like. Dry the area, and, and, and uh, then after that, then we're going to use the old uh, stri- uh, two strips of tape trick that we talk about here where you're going to get uh, some some of that like blue or green masking tape or, fr- you know, the frog tape or the blue painter's tape and run a strip of that on the vinyl about maybe three-eighths of an inch out from the face of the, the tub pan or the tub or the uh, shower pan, the floor pan there, and then run an, a similar strip up on the side of that, up on the tub itself or on the edge of the the shower pan, and then uh, apply caulking to that area that's between those two pieces of tape. And since you're using an acrylic latex material, it's water-based, it'll smooth best just by using your wet finger dipped, you know, in a little uh, can of water or something. And then uh, you could also use a wet rag to clean your finger off and just drag your finger along there, not too tight, just enough to lightly taper that caulking kind of at an angle, uh, called a fillet, I believe, because uh, I guess you filled it. So anyway, uh, just wipe that across there when it all looks good. Uh, you know, if, if it doesn't look good, you can wipe it out and start over again. That's always possible. You don't have to settle for, oh, that looks horrible. Wipe it out and try it again. Um, but after you get it the way you want, pull off the tape uh, one strip at a time, folding it kind of back tight on itself so you get a nice clean tear across the uh, the wet uncured caulking still and you'll have a very very clean perfect straight line nice sharp fillet of caulking there that will keep the water out and it'll look great for a for a very long time to come um it's it's not hard to do this it just takes a little bit of practice but if you've got some experience that's good i don't like telling people to use silicone silicone is just too hard to work with unless you've uh, you've worked with it in the past and you know its characteristics and and how to work with it. It's that's too hard for your first try. <laughs> I'd stick with the uh, the acrylic latex material. Um, I've also seen for some some really bad situations on this where it's either the the material underneath it is not really good or it won't hold any glue, or the uh, the vinyl has. Uh, pulled back or lifted so much that the only thing you can do is actually trim some of it off. You have to shorten the, the part that's curled up. You have to trim it off maybe a quarter of an inch or something because it's just a ragged, bad edge on there that you can't can't deal with. Well, you can do that if you can get it to uh, get to a position where it can be pushed down flat, even without the adhesive. There's a bunch of this uh, decorative molding trim now that's made out of uh, PVC material. It's made out of plastic. That's always been there. Do, do you remember the days when we used to have the the pre-finished paneling that everybody was buying and putting up in their their family rooms and basements and kids' bedrooms and all that? And then you could get the matching baseboards and outside corners and uh, all the different casing around doors and windows and stuff. You could get all that in that pre-finished kind of uh, what was kind of this foamy. Plastic. I mean, you could even cut this stuff with like utility knives and stuff. You know, I remember selling tons of that at the uh, at the lumber yards. Well, they they also s- still make that. They, the manufacturers of moldings and trim, make this stuff, but it's uh, it's available like in a white 
PVC material, uh, nice and smooth, very high quality. Can use it for inside use, outside at use. But what's nice about it is because it is made out of the plastic, water will never, ever bother it. So if you find a piece of, say, like three-quarter inch quarter round or uh, maybe it's a small piece of uh, a doorstop material or something, whatever you can use it that will work for the gap you're trying to cover up, that can be embedded into a little bead of the same sealant that we were using before, tacked in place with some finish nails until it holds itself there into the floor and then uh, seal the, the gap between them. That could then be painted to match whatever you're trying to do, either match the color of the tub or match a color that's in the flooring or just uh, make it white or whatever trim you've got in there. So you could use a piece of uh, molding trim that that stays there after you've done this and it uh, that's what's holding it down there that works really great if the, the that edge of that vinyl's in just really bad shape or damaged beyond repair or something even even bigger moldings will work um, i've seen where people have used pieces of baseboard in front of their tub as as big as the baseboard that's going around the bathroom it gives it kind of a, a little bit of a detailed look but maybe it was to fix a, a vinyl issue that that was there on the floor. So I hope that helped out our uh, the person that sent the the email. That's kind of what we went through a lot of that there. But maybe that's a project that you're going to find yourself faced with sometime, and you'll say, "Now I know what to do." Or perhaps you can share that with somebody you cross paths with. All right, we're going to take our bottom of the hour break, and we'll come back since we've been talking a little bit about bathrooms. We started that conversation about. Bathroom makeovers and remodeling last week. I'll continue with a a few more thoughts on that. We got up to the place about costs and why bathrooms cost so much. And uh, so we'll pick up there where where we left off after last week. So I'll summarize that very quickly and then continue on. So if you're working on a bathroom project for this this spring, like so many people are going to be doing, uh, this next segment will be for you. We'll be back. More of the Home Fix Show after this. If you want to talk this morning with me, I'd love to hear from you. 208-336-3700. We'll be right back. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. We'll be right back on News Talk KBOI. Forget everything you know about cleaning. Yep, all of it. Not that you were doing anything wrong, but there is a better and, dare we say, more enjoyable way. The Coltrane Central Vacuum System will change your entire outlook on keeping your home clean seven days a week. You can save time with quick cleaning solutions for every room in your home. With a VacuFlow Central Vac System from Coltrane Central Vac, you put power and convenience where you need it. Chameleon hoses store out of the way inside your walls behind the access ports. Vac port automatic toe kick dust pans allow you to sweep floors and quickly make it disappear. How about a 20-foot utility hose in your laundry room for cleaning lint screens and floors after laundry day? And if you like to keep your workshop or car interior looking fresh, the Vroom Garage Retract Vac gives you professional results with a full complement of tools. Visit ColtraneVac.com or test drive these at the Coltrane Vac Showroom, 11580 West Fairview in Boise. Call 208 895 8900 to set up an appointment at your house. 208-895-8900, Coltrane Central Vac. Here we are, ringing in a new year. What are you hoping this year brings? Good health, good fortune, time with friends and family? Our hopes and dreams are all different, but I can pretty much guarantee that none of us is hoping the new year brings frozen pipes or a busted water heater. But guess what? Life happens, and you're probably going to need a plumber sometime this year. When you do, make that call to Master Plumbing. 
At Master Plumbing, we understand you have better things to do with your time and money than worry about plumbing. But that's what we do best. So leave the worry to us. And Master Plumbing is the only plumbing shop in town where you will find a lifetime warranty on any new water heater that we install. And financing options are always available. How's that for worry-free? Visit callmasternow.com or call 208-888-9191. Call the Masters. Call the Master Plumbing. The Masters of the Trade. If you are looking to buy, sell, or tap into your equity, take a few minutes to visit with Terry Hefner and his team of professionals at Guild Mortgage. The local market has changed dramatically in recent years, and working with a pro that understands these conditions is critical. Terry and his team have been helping Idaho homeowners for nearly 30 years. Before you make any financial moves that involve your home, call Terry Hefner. Terry is a native Idahoan and is a second-generation real estate professional. When you work with Guild, you support a business that is passionate about our local economy. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage wants to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can, especially for first-time home buyers. There is a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner help you. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS 95796, company NMLS number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Remember when shopping for appliances was fun? It still is at Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress in, well, Nampa. Drop in at this family-owned and operated business and see why being part of the brand source network of independent dealers is so good for you. And let them know you listen to The Home Fix Show. At Nampa Appliance, you get choices, many choices. A full variety of brands that you know and trust, like Whirlpool, LG, Maytag, Bosch, KitchenAid, Frigidaire, Thermador, GE, and of course, Speed Queen washers and dryers. Then look at the prices. Buying power makes Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress as competitive as anyone, maybe even better. Check out NampaBrandSource.com for select specials and package deals. And finally, service. Delivery? Of course. Installation? Just ask for details. Find Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress at 278 Caldwell Boulevard in Nampa. Say hi to Jackie and Lou, and remember to tell them you heard about Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress on Home Fix. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. This is a big time of year for bathroom remodeling. I don't know if it's that we've been through this far in winter or we can see spring and summer ahead of us. So we start thinking, hey, let's tear up something inside the house. And um, I talked last week about, you know, is it a remodeling project or is it a makeover? And I've always thought of a makeover as all the touchable materials and surfaces more than changing the location of fixtures or walls or adding something or deleting something that's more of remodeling because you are revising the model of it I guess Uh, a lot of different trades can be involved depending on how much or any of this that you want to do yourself that's why a bathroom is usually the highest cost per square foot of any home improvement project Um, a makeover can easily a makeover can easily be $150 per square foot when you figure it all up. Uh, maybe even up to as much as four or $500 a foot for 
major remodeling. So, you know, say you've got just one of those basic five by 10 bathrooms. It's a simple tub and uh, toilet and sink uh, combination that, uh, you know, even that could be five to $8,000 or a, a larger, bigger walk-in bathroom with, with more space and maybe double sinks and things, uh, easily 12000 maybe even up to, you know, twenty twenty five thousand $25,000, depending what kind of fixtures and surfaces and all those touchable things that you, uh, you pick out. Uh, that's where a lot of cost is. It's, it's easy to get sticker shock in a bathroom project. You think, wow, that is a lot of money for a small, small space. But think about the value that you're getting out of that. Think about the amount of time that you spend in your bathroom and what kind of time it is and how important that is to your day, the rest of your lifestyle, either the start of the day, the end of the day. Uh, that room has a lot, lot different of uh, levels of importance uh, for, for the different uses that it has. Uh, the bathroom also has the highest interaction of people and materials with what is present in there, hands, feet, your rear end, <laughs> contact with the fixtures on, on a daily basis. Uh, quality here is felt and it is appreciated. Uh, cheap materials, uh, they decrease that value perception or how you feel in your bathroom or how you enjoy the the process of bathing or getting ready in the morning. If everything is, uh, you know, just really bad quality and falling apart or causing problems or the cosmetics aren't uh, what, what you think they should be, it just sets the tone that the value isn't there for you. So whatever time you can spend researching and exploring the those interactive and especially those touchable components of your new bathroom, uh, the better, you know, think through those and realize how much you're going to, you know, uh, use that faucet or the, the drawers that are in that, that vanity cabinet or something. Uh, think about the cleaning that you're going to do. What products can you use in your home or can't you use? Maybe it's allergies. Maybe you're on a septic system. Maybe uh, the type of things that you pick out don't allow you to use a certain type of abrasive cleaner, or the, maybe you do have to use a, a certain kind of abrasive cleaner. So that could drive what you pick out. Uh, look at what you're buying. Is it going to be easier to clean than something that you have now? Is that important to you? Or which is going to be the most durable over maybe a longer period of time? Also, is there something here that can be repaired or can it be fixed? Honestly, look at your, your habits and your cleaning skills. If there's something that you don't like cleaning now, and you know if there's nothing that can be done about that, are you bringing in that same thing again? I mean, are, are your patterns going to change? If, if uh, you know, you're used to cleaning your bathroom once every week or once every month or whatever it is that you do or twice a day, I don't know what it is, but are, are you bringing in any higher maintenance and cleaning needs into your life with what you're going to pick out that's going to get in the way of the time that you have available to do this because maybe that's specifically what you're trying to avoid. Maybe you've got something that's very hard to care for in your bathroom. Uh, this applies like in the kitchen too, but maybe you've got something that just takes a lot of time trying to keep it clean and you just don't want to do that anymore. And all these TV shows that we watch and the magazines and the showrooms that we go to, they like to show some very visually, you know, exciting materials and finishes and colors and textures and all that. 
But uh, think that through as you're looking at that and say, how am I going to clean this every day or every week? Uh, you know, is this going to fit my style? Because one of the other things that happens is that in a bathroom, moisture changes everything, changes the way a lot of things behave. And what works in the living room uh, will not hold up the same in the bathroom because of the moisture level that's in that room. And anybody that's put white cabinets in know how their cleaning patterns have changed over having maybe stained wood cabinets. You just seem to have to do them more. Things just show up more on that. Uh, or the very popular black or the very dark wood look that is uh, moving through its cycle right now for us. Uh, boy, it really shows the dust and the water spots. So consider that if you're, uh, if you're bringing that in. You know, you want this nice black fixture that's in the bathroom it's going to show every little spot so uh, make sure there's also very good ventilation uh, in the bathroom the higher cubic feet per minute uh, or cubic foot per minute cfm uh, ventilation systems they can get a little bit noisy for some people uh, especially if you're getting up maybe hours before your partner or uh, you're coming in late at night or something uh, those systems can make a lot of noise so investigate and maybe invest into some quiet fans or the remote fans where the the motor is actually not right there on the ceiling of the bathroom it's somewhere else in the attic um, the measurement of that noise is is a word called sones s-o-n-e-s so if you find a fan that is you know 20 sones compared to one that's 80 sones well you know that that 21 is a whole lot quieter uh, the other thing too that i thought about uh, in, in prepping for this conversation here is that I've not been a fan of glass shower doors for a very, very long time. And I know some people like them, but uh, just personally, not me. They're just, they're just too hard for, you know, us to keep clean. Uh, a curtain can easily be washed or replaced. Um, I just don't want to spend the time every day to try to keep the glass clean. It's just, uh, just seems like a losing battle. Some people can do it. Some some people have shower doors that have been in there for a long time and they look like they, they were just put in there. I just, I just don't want to invest that time or, or say, no, you can't use that bathroom because then I have to clean the, clean the glass. But um, I, I, just, I just don't like them. So uh, personal preference. So think about that one too. Uh, no matter what you install or build or have done for you, know that it will age and it's probably going to deteriorate a little bit as it gets older and older. And uh, how fast that process is going to happen is up to the abuse that it gets. So you have to know that uh, throughout the product's life, there's going to be some maintenance that you're going to have to do to it. You're going to have to dust that light fixture. You're going to have to wipe down that tile. You may have to fix some tile grout once in a while. You may have to dig out some caulking and reseal it or something. You may have to clean something a little more aggressively. You know, maybe it's that once a year cleaning or once every three months cleaning or something. How often you do some of this depends on a lot of variables, but mostly how good the job was to begin with. And if things were properly sealed and properly caulked and properly finished. And um, a lot of that goes back to the, the original care that it had when it was installed, but uh, you're still going to have to take care of it. Uh, same for, you know, anything that's like even the painted walls and stuff, you know, eventually they're going to have to be repainted at some time. 
Um, I remembered this note that I made uh, once before on this. A lot of good intentions are justified in the selection of materials. You know, this will be fine. We'll just wipe it down every day. We're not going to splash onto this. We're not going to sling toothpaste over here or something. Well, if you're if if you're not doing that now, why do you think your behavior is going to change because of this? It it may it may, but we all kind of fall into our patterns of what we do in that. And if you're not doing it now, what what makes you think you're going to change the way that you uh, like run your your morning routine or something? Uh, new motivation, you know the the desire to avoid the future. It's it's all fine and worth a try, but uh, you know look at yourself honestly. Uh, many, cause many materials, I think I, I see this, you know, on the packaging, you always see one of the first, you know, like bullet points of what makes us so great is they, they say it's, it's sold on the ease of care. Well, I don't know, you know, for who, <laughs> for who is that? Uh, and I have trouble believing some of that. So really think that through when you're looking at these materials, uh, you know, if they're, if it's textured rather than smooth, you know, something that's smooth is going to be a lot easier to keep clean maybe then something that's textured. Uh, or I don't know, maybe it's the other way around if it has to be polished or shined up as opposed to maybe a matte finish or something. So just make sure you fully understand what you're, you're getting into and don't always believe what it says on the packages. Um, also consider companion products. You know, A goes with B usually. If you select like a faucet that's designed to last for say 20 years, you should probably have a sink that lasts at least that long, right? Uh, people who replace countertops usually replace their sinks and their faucets. But if the sink and faucet were way beyond the quality of the countertops, you'd probably want to either reuse them because you'd sure hate to get rid of them just to uh, you know start over fresh again or make the hard choice to replace a perfectly good component. You don't want to put a you know a top quality major you know beautiful quality faucet on the lowest cost sink that you you possibly can get because maybe you'll be replacing that sink more often. I don't know, just a just an example there that maybe some things should match up a little bit more. Um, we're also tempted to buy a lot of products ourselves to save money. Know that that could be an issue for some of the contractors, uh, you know, where you say, well, I'm going to buy all the stuff here and have it here and you just install it. Uh, so just be careful with that. A lot of a lot of your contractors will be happy to do that for you, but some may not guarantee uh, the work on that or the product itself, obviously, under under their umbrella because they didn't supply it. They don't have any uh, responsibility to that product. You can't you can't go buy a light, like a light fixture at the store and then hand it to the electrician and then expect him later to correct maybe an issue from the manufacturer. Maybe the finish is peeling off of it or it's starting to rust when it wasn't supposed to rust or... Uh, a little switch in it or something goes bad or something that would be that would be up to you maybe to either solve the problem or at least you know cover all the cost of it so but if you do buy some things yourself if they say yeah sure you know you go buy the tile you go buy the toilet whatever I'll just install it for you make sure you keep all your paperwork for that and likewise goes true if your contractor is buying things for you light fixtures you know cut the tags off the boxes or at least take pictures of them uh, the tags, keep the receipts or scan them and save them in a, a digital file or something so that if you ever have to go back and you can't find the contractor or you can't find the retailer that sold that stuff, but maybe the manufacturer is still there, you may be able to get replacement products or, uh, or reimbursement or something from that if you have 
all of the uh, the paperwork. But when it comes to doing these some of these things yourself, you know, make sure you get the costs and see if it's if it's actually worth it. You may find that some of these trades, what what you can certainly do, may take six or eight hours when they could do it in maybe two or three. It may just be worth your time to let them do that and then take all the responsibility for it. Uh, sometimes that cost benefit <laughs> analysis doesn't doesn't always pan out where you think, yeah, but look what I saved. Yeah, well, well was it worth it? Yeah, it only took me you know 14 hours to do that, but uh, it, it took the contractor too. But I, I don't know what the example would be there, but just um, just realize sometimes what the pros can do. There's uh, they they make it look easy, but it it isn't always that way. Uh, when we come back, let's talk about what this spring might do to some of these bigger projects like this with labor and costs and interest and uh, the construction market and all that. Uh, we're in for a little bit of a change this year that I don't think we've seen before. All these all these economic models that you know used to say, okay, if this is what's happening now, this is what's going to happen later. Or if you you know if you push this button, this is what's going to happen you know three months down the road. Those things aren't holding true like they used to. So this could get very interesting for us homeowners that want to get some of these a uh, little bit larger projects done this spring. What the way we knew how to handle those before isn't the way that we're going to probably end up doing that. We'll hit on that when we come back. I'm Joe Prin. You are listening to Home Fix. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. We are all looking for ways to be more energy and financially efficient these days. Budget Blinds can take care of both of these for you. Properly fit and installed window shades can help keep the summer heat out of your house, keeping your utility bill lower. They look great and are easy to operate. If pleated shades are not your thing, with thousands of other choices, Budget Blinds is sure to have something exciting, fresh, and fun for your home. And back to the efficiency thing again. Budget Blinds will come to you. Their showroom on wheels comes to your home, and their designer will help you choose your new window coverings, shades, shutters, or drapes. Budget Blinds includes installation and an exclusive no-questions-asked warranty, which covers anything that could happen to the window covering, including damage from children and pets. Call 208-375-1212 for Budget Blinds or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise. 208-375-1212 for Budget Blinds. The spring of 2023 is really not all that far away. Now, give me a chance here. I'm not rushing anything, but if you'd like to enjoy your beautiful new backyard swimming pool as soon as you can, now's the time to talk to Brent at Backyard Oasis. Your new in-ground pool from San Juan Pools and Backyard Oasis is easier to take care of and outlasts other types of pools. There are close to 100 sizes and styles to choose from. And how about this? Your new pool can be installed start to finish in just 10 days. But here's the catch. These pools are built to order and Backyard Oasis needs up to six weeks just to have it made. So back to that, enjoying that pool as soon as it gets nice enough outside, that means you should be contacting Brent at Backyard Oasis now and getting on his spring schedule. Seriously, Brent and his team insist on maintaining quality at every step. Because of this, he only has time to install about 20 pools per year. Will you be one of the lucky ones in 2023 to have your kids or grandkids splashing around and having a great time? 208-250-0176. 208-250-0176 for Backyard Oasis. Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big. And when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area 
and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal, respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BoucherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Boucher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BoucherRealEstate.com. Did you know that you can have your bathtub converted to a shower in as little as one day? It's true. You've heard Jesse and Jeff from Custom Bath Solutions on the Home Fix Show talking about this with Joe. They have a beautiful showroom in Meridian where you can see full-size displays of their locally made showers and enclosures. And these best bath components have a 30-year warranty. If this is what you need to make your bathing safer and more enjoyable, call or visit Custom Bath Solutions. But maybe you need a bigger scale bathroom remodel. Not a problem. Custom Bath Solutions can help with all bathroom remodeling projects start to finish. Visit Custom Bath Solutions at 480 East Franklin Road in Meridian or call 208-888-7561. That's 208-888-7561 for Custom Bath Solutions. Shower yourself with comfort. Custom Bath Solutions. Email your question and Joe will get you an answer. Joe at JoePrin.com. You're listening to The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, labor this spring for larger projects, and I think that's true of a lot of the, a lot of the different trades that we may be inviting into our lives uh, this, this spring and going into summer. It's going to get kind of interesting because if building slows, you may have an easier time finding people to help you. But uh, I've always said the people that are very good at new construction are not always very good at doing remodeling and improvements and vice versa. Those that uh, have tried to get into home building don't always have great success because they're used to working at a different pace and a different uh, level of construction maybe. Um, Are you going to wait, you know, until you need the next step done and then try to find somebody to do it for you, that can easily turn a six-week job into six months. And uh, whereas a general contractor, if they're running your project, may try to keep things moving a little faster and shorten the length of the project. Uh, That's where their business model usually lays. So when we hear these things on the the news and uh, things that I've seen in the trade magazines where it says that uh, new construction may be slowing down, uh, this spring and into the summer and that, uh, what also happens and what is being projected in many places is that the remodeling in the improvement market is going to go up. People are going to stay put. Things still breaks. Things need to be fixed. And along those lines, uh, people will want to make improvements to them rather than uh, relocate. So it's going to be a very interesting spring. I would just say if you've got some plans for projects and you know you're going to move ahead with them, do so. And uh, you may be right, you may be wrong, but uh, at, at least you've got it going and you won't be caught off guard. Uh, let's go to Eagle and talk with Ivan. Good morning, Ivan. Hi, uh, hi Joe. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, 
this is a question I have. Uh, first of all, I really enjoy listening to your show. Well, thank I, you. Uh, you make an incredible uh, amount of common sense, and the way you explain <laughs> things, you really do. The, the way well, you explain you. things is just amazing. But and anyway, to my question, um, it has to do with exterior siding. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had... We've had it put up in in this uh, in, in a workshop that we had done, and I may I remember you saying the other day that every side of the siding, including nail holes and everything, has to be covered or caulked. So well, is- uh, almost I was talking in relation to the trim. Okay. Okay. Well, this well I, this has this question is has to do with the trim. Actually. Okay. Um, so I was noticing when they put the trim around the windows that uh, the edges, um, edge to edge, was caulked. Everything around the window was caulked. But then I noticed that one of the one of the outside edges was not not caulked. So my question is, it's really difficult to caulk it because the surface is quite large. So could one use primer to to seal to seal the surface? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I, I see why what you heard there. I was talking about how on, on some of these cuts, uh, one of the things that can be done is you could just smear a little bit of caulking over the end of the, the board. Um, primer will work just fine. Yes, you can put okay. a good coat of primer on there. Just watch it and see if it, it soaks in. Sometimes it just kind of sponges right in. And, and you may have to put on another one. But, yes, if you've got that long length and it's wide right, and it's exactly. raw edge, yeah, just go after it with the uh, with the primer on there. It may take two applications, but that will do the same thing. Okay, because you, you were saying about if you don't seal it, uh, all you need is moisture. Right, right. No. Arrival. Yeah, get okay. some primer on that as soon as you can. All right, Ivan, thank you for the call. we got to go hit the news break right now. When we come back, my guest, Scott from Idaho Fence Masters, will be joining us here on the show. We'll talk a little fencing right after the news. I'm Joe Prin. You are listening to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. It might not be as hard as you think to get new windows for your house. At least not when you bring Viewpoint Windows and Doors onto your team. Milgard Windows are a great choice for style, performance, and value. Milgard Windows have an amazing reputation and track record in the industry. They back up their products with a fantastic locally serviced warranty. And with the pros at Viewpoint Windows and Doors taking care of helping you with the installers, you know that everything will be done right and to your complete satisfaction. Viewpoint Windows and Doors is the most respected and largest window supplier in Idaho. You deserve affordable quality and attention to detail for your home. Call Viewpoint Windows and Doors and ask for a quote on Milgard Windows for your home. 208-854-1877, 208-854-1877, or visit the Viewpoint Windows and Doors showroom on State Street just east of Glenwood. See Milgard Windows at Viewpoint Windows. This is is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Welcome again to Saturday Morning and Live Talk Radio here on News Talk KBOI, 93.1 FM, 670 AM. I'm Joe Prin, and you are listening to Home Fix. If you want to call in today and speak with myself or our guests on what we are talking about or anything else, you can always grab your phone, punch in 
888-900-0000, and we will talk. Live streaming and podcasts of the show are available at kboi.com. You can also listen live through the KBOI app or ask your smart speaker to play the Home Fix show on KBOI. And if you are listening at a time when, uh, other than when this show aired live, you're listening to one of our podcasts, you can still ask me questions by sending an email to joe at joeprin.com, and I will do my best to get your questions answered. There's also a full list of my trusted resources and referrals, contacts available to you. It's all free of charge at joeprin.com. So let's get you taken care of, whether you're talking about home repairs or building houses, marriage counseling, improvements, contractors, neighborhood relations, like we talked about, products that you see in the store. Uh, I will do my best to get you the right answer. One way that we do that is we bring industry experts and guests into the studio to talk about what they do, what they make, what they provide, and that is the case today. Joining me in the studio, I have Scott and Ryan from Idaho Fence Masters joining us for the first time on the radio here anyway for us. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Thanks for having us, Joe. Yeah, glad to have you in here. And uh, boy, the fencing in this kind of weather, that's got to be a real treat, huh? Are the ground frozen and it's only the first six inches that are a problem, right? <laughs> we we are uh, getting very good at cutting through frost, yes. Yeah, it's uh, like ice fishing, right? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Basically. Get the auger, boys. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about Idaho Fence Masters. Uh, our audience and our listeners, they haven't uh, heard that name here. This is new to all of us. So tell us about you and the business and what you do, where you are, and uh, let, let's get that out of the way, and then we'll get to the fun stuff. Yeah, sure. So um, Idaho Fence Masters is... Uh, registered contractors here in, in Idaho, and uh, we're based out of Middleton. Uh, mm. Ryan and I both live there. We service pretty much the Treasure Valley. Um, we've been in business um, full-time for five years now. Uh, I grew up, uh, fencing has been something that I have done. Uh, growing up in Emmett, I spent an enormous amount of time <laughs> stringing bob wire and doing <laughs> ranch fencing. So, so your father must have uh, passed that uh, responsibility on to you. Go, go, go fix that north fence. <laughs> uh, there, there, there's a lot of that. Yeah. And, and neighbors, you know, a neighbor, charters, dairy, uh, working on uh, portions of Van Dusen Ranch, you name it, off horseback. So um, I, I've just been a fence guy in my mind my entire life. And uh, even in other states where I've lived, I've done, I've always, I've always managed to, to get fence in the ground. So. The, uh, uh, Fence law in Idaho is kind of fun to read if you if you ever get a, a chance to read some of that uh, wording. And I think it would surprise people what some of those laws are that are on the books still that go back to, you know, the ranching days in the, the early 1900s probably right. that still apply to homeowner to homeowner. And uh, um, we may get into a little bit of that in, in our discussion today. So so tell me, uh, so Ryan, right, Ryan, uh, are, are we... Father, son, are we business partners? Are we neighbors? What What's the relationship here between you two? Well, business partners, friends, hunting yeah. partners, and pretty close to neighbors. Yeah, yeah. So. You, you always done fencing all your life, and uh, this just became uh, what used to be a chore is now a job, or or what? No, I uh, did like chemical truck driving for quite a while. And wow, got tired of that and. Yeah, met Scott, and now uh, turn it into turn the steering wheel life. for a post hole digger, huh? <laughs> I did. It I, took me a while to lure him. He had a full time job, you know, with benefits and all that, and I kept saying, <laughs> "Hey, here's where you need to be." And uh, and it took a few years of coaxing, 
and I finally got him over, and, and boy, he's just knocking it out of the park. He's the general manager of the company. He okay. runs, uh, when it comes to being on the job and putting fence in the ground, he's the guy. So is Ryan the person that we'll see if we uh, invite him out to our homes to get a, a quote on a new fence or repairs or whatever? And Absolutely. All right. So I'm what involved are, in every job. Everyone. Okay, every good. One of them. Well, then what's he do? I'm, I'm, I'm the looks. I'm, 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 I'm just the, the, the pretty billboard. You're, 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 the, you're the, the, that ghostly figure behind the yeah. curtain there, right? right. Yeah. yeah. So how long has uh, Idaho Fence Masters been around? And so we've been, we've been putting fence in the ground here in the Treasure Valley for five years. Okay. All right. And, um, you know, I know there's companies that have been around for 20 and 30 years, but if you, if you just look at the experience that I have had from my past mm-hmm. uh, and, and that we put into this company and, and what our model is and how we put fence on, in the ground, um, we're, we're, I say that we're one of the top installers in the, in, in the state. I know one other company, and it's Elite Vinyl. I have no problem saying it. They, mm-hmm. they put up some absolute quality fence. They've been around for 20 years. And I think we are absolutely neck and neck. You can't so, tell our product apart. So what did you see five years ago that you said, I've got to do this as a business? What what was it? What were you seeing that you didn't like? Or what what was the opportunity that, that popped up five years? Because that was what, 2016-ish? Yeah, yeah, right in that 20, area. So I, I'm, I moved back to Idaho, I think, in, um, you know, got military background and stuff. So I moved back to Idaho in late 2014 and have a real estate license. So I was in as new homes were starting to pop up and dealing with homeowners, going to home inspections, seeing all the problems of older uh, homes and fencing falling apart. And I'm looking at this saying, you know, there's a need. And knowing some developers and knowing some home builders, they were always saying they could never get anybody responsible somebody who could come in and do a good job, somebody that they could call and, and, and know that everything was going to get handled. And um, so that's exactly where that need arose. It's about the time the market really started to kick off with growth. Mm. And um, so that need was there. And boy, we just started jumping right in. And in our area, I hate to say it, but for probably two years, we worked seven days a week and never left Middleton. I, I can imagine there's there's plenty of demand with all the new housing and stuff that uh, people want to put to put fences up to contain kids, animals, or a little extra privacy when homes are real close together. You just uh, don't always want to hear, see, feel, or smell what's going on next door. <laughs> they really don't, and and the majority of the subdivisions and even the production builders, uh, the Bartons, the Hubbles, etc. You know they'll give you some wing fencing. That's all part of the purchase. And, in, and unless you are neighboring a green space, you get no fencing. Yeah. So you move in and your neighbor's dogs are in your yard. So it's almost immediate. And then a lot of the HOA ruling requires you, they give you a time frame at which you have to have a fence up. Yeah. So, so Joe, that's really where the need came from. I see it all the time. And people have asked me that, I mean, live on the air here and I get it in emails all the time. You know, I'm looking for somebody to do some fence and I need a really great price. Mm-hmm. And I think, okay, that that's all you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. Is just cheap. You're, mm-hmm. you're looking for cheap, and um, I, I know that's probably got to frustrate you too. Uh, that uh, sometimes cost is such an important part of getting the fence built, but that doesn't mean it's going to last for a little while. We, um, 
I actually saw something on Instagram just the other day, and it was a little, it was a funny little clip that broke down. Well, you're either going to get, uh, you know, cheap or you're going to get good. You're either going to get good or you're going to get fast right, kind of right, thing. And right. it, it was it was a neat little thing. Good, it, fast, it, or cheap. You get to it, pick two of them. You get to pick two of yes. them. That was it, Joe. Right, that was it right. exactly. We feel that we're very competitive. Um, if you want the truth, I don't know where we fall in price. I've never price shopped another company. Um, I know that we convert probably 85, maybe 90% of our bids. But good is one of the components that attracted me to what I was reading about you, what I was seeing in the pictures and uh, the attention to some of the work detail and stuff. You know, I know a picture's a picture and yeah. uh, and all that, but um, just the just the tone of the way you were saying things and stuff, I thought, you know, this is somebody that's more concerned about quality and your reputation. And Ryan, you know, you've got to, put your face in front of those customers, not only now, but maybe later as they add more or, or whatever. And uh, you weren't going to compromise that. Nope. No, we don't compromise on that at all. It's, it's quality or it's nothing because like I said, we work, we work where we live. Yeah. You see these people at the grocery store, I see them at the basketball games. Uh, well, and if you, if you, you don't ever get much out of the Middleton area, these are all <laughs> your neighbors, too. You're, sure. you, you go by, I put in that fence, I put in that fence, I did that fence, I put in that one for them. <laughs> there is a sense of accomplishment to that, which is something that I think, um, you know, Ryan has started to see, is that you get something in the ground yeah. and you get to see it later on. Well, let's dive into it a little bit about uh, materials and fencing and building, what you see people doing wrong, things you'd recommend that they uh, discontinue the practice of doing this or... Or uh, you want to make your fence last a little, little longer? Do this. Um, I want to talk to you about staining and finishing and does that really do anything? And the fasteners and concrete or no concrete and metal or wood posts and three rails, two rails, clips, nails, staples, all of that when we come back with more of the Home Fix Show. My guest from Idaho Fence Masters, Ryan and Scott, are here. We'll tell you how to contact them as we come back. So get a piece of paper and a pencil ready if you want to write down this number. We'll be back with more of the Home Fix Show right after these messages from the sponsors who make this program possible each and every Saturday morning. Give them a chance at your business. They're good people. I'm Joe Prin. You're listening to Home Fix. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. When you watch those home shows on TV, that first impression the exterior makes is very powerful. Not only does it set the tone for the value of the house, but it also makes those coming home to it feel great about where they live and how they take care of their house. But every now and then, we all need some help. Bill Bott and the team from Bott's Exteriors is who you want to call. Bill and his family have been making homes look great since Eagle Road was two lanes out in the country. Siding, porches, decks, windows, entry doors, gutters, and soffits. If it's the exterior of your home, Bots Exteriors can make repairs, replacements, upgrades, and makeovers. Come home to a beautiful home. If you need help, call Bots Exteriors. Quality work and honest, friendly service from start to finish is why Bots has so many repeat customers. Call and ask them to visit your house for a quote. 208-870-4324. That's Bots Exteriors. 208-870-4324. Reduce your air conditioning cost with SolarTube Whole House Fans from Solar Concepts of Idaho. Whole House Fans pull cool, fresh air into your home and push hot, stale air out through the vents in your attic. 
Whole House fans help eliminate the allergens, bacteria, and odors from your home, creating a healthier, cleaner environment for you and your family. Whole House fans can reduce your air conditioning cost 50 to 90%. Plus, cash incentives and rebates are available. Call Solar Concepts of Idaho today for your free consultation. Solar Concepts has been the trusted choice in the Treasure Valley since 1995, and we're Idaho's only premier SolarTube products dealer. Visit our showroom at 2053 East Fairview in Meridian, schedule a free consultation today, or visit our website to see all of our great energy-saving solutions at solar-concepts.com. That's solar-concepts.com. Make sure that your home's heating and cooling system is in shape for whatever the season will bring with the expert and community-trusted service you can only rely on from Heating Equipment Company. Heating Equipment Company will top it off. They use reliable and award-winning Lennox equipment, so your air is guaranteed to be perfect season after season. For a limited time, you can get up to $1,200 in rebates and monthly payments as low as $132 on a brand new Lennox system, quoted during this rebate period. These unmatched savings make it easier than ever to guarantee your system is ready for whatever the season's weather brings. Award-winning Lennox products and the community-trusted service you expect, it doesn't get much better than that. Call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today or visit them online at heatingequipmentcompany.com to learn more or schedule that appointment today. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Heating Equipment Company, 208-459-2212. When it's cold outside, bugs and rodents are looking for a warm new place to live. It only makes sense. They don't die off or there wouldn't be any next year. They want to have babies, lots of babies, and your home can become their home. Unless you call Pestcom Pest Control and have regular treatments done to convince these potential guests to move on to somewhere else. Once isn't enough either. Scheduled treatments and deterrents get ahead of the breeding cycles. Pestcom is who you want to control bugs, spiders, mice, and other creepy little things from setting up their nursery in your walls, crawl space, and attic this winter. Call Pestcom now and have them set up a control program for your home and your budget that's applied correctly and safely by experienced technicians. Mention you listen to The Home Fix Show and your first treatment is half price. 208-495-5636. That's 208-495-5636 for Pestcom. Or learn more at Pestcom.com. 208-495-5636. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. We're going to jump the gun here a little bit, but uh, uh, Scott, give us the phone number that uh, you would like uh, anybody to call if they want to uh, talk to you during the week here at Idaho Fence Masters. What's the best phone number to get a hold of you? Well, this week, uh, I'm going to give you Ryan's phone number, Good. and uh, that's simply because uh, I'm taking off right after this show to go to Arizona <laughs> I to heard. deer hunt. Ryan, go ahead and give him your contact. Uh, it is 208-991-7000. Well, that's easy to remember, 208-991-7000, and you'll talk to uh, the guy that will probably come, <laughs> well, the guy that will come right to your house to 
look at projects. Is is that starting to heat up now? Are people starting to think spring now that uh, we got some of the you know the Christmas, Thanksgiving holiday? And I imagine as soon as it started getting warm last week and the temperature got up there, people are the the phone started ringing a little bit. I always heard from like our pool guys and stuff that sixty degrees was the magic number. Hit sixty degrees, and I mean it's spring for everybody. Yeah, it did. The phone started ringing last week, and we had quite a few jobs come in last week, and then obviously got cold and hasn't rang since. <laughs> you so, go through those spurts in the wintertime. So have you got some helpers? Or are you the only <laughs> builder on oh, this Oh, of thing? course. We have a crew, yeah. yeah. But this time of year, we don't have a large crew right. because you're not doing a lot of work. But, yeah. yes, we have we have some guys. Yeah, there's always uh, probably a lot of repair work, and especially when you get a little snow on the roads and somebody drives through a fence or something. <laughs> Yeah, you get that. <laughs> you get that too. So, uh, so tell us what's what's popular in fencing right now. Um, is it still the one by four or the one by six cedar privacy is the dominant force, or is it the the vinyls and or is it the the three rails or the roundy ranch or what is what kind of fencing is out there and what do you see as as the most common and where and why? Well, right now. Everything is dedicated uh, to new build, new construction. So hmm. what's driving that is the developers. What's driving that is cost, and what's driving that is, you know, comp plans and things of that nature that are saying, hey, we want this type of fencing. Some of some, For the cosmetics of it. Yeah, some yeah. cities are actually saying that, you know, we want vinyl. We don't want wood hmm. as, a, as a perimeter fence around the subdivision. So all, all things considered, I think vinyl is far and above, uh, more popular right now for developers. As what, do you, what do you think of that product? What do you like or dislike about it? Th- there are some really phenomenal products, and it's taken us a while to work into one that we like. Right now we're using a VECA product. and um, VECA? VECA. That's a brand name. That is a brand okay. name. And, and we've been through the National Vinyl. We've been through all of them. And we really are happy with this product because of not only how it holds up in the heat, but how it holds up in the cold. And, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, vinyl is for sure the predominant. Now, as you move into the country, you have a lot of post and pole. So with the three right. rail, um, kind of ranch fencing that will put wire up for dogs and all that, that would probably be second. And then third will be, um, for instance, we have a new Corey, you have Corey Barton subdivisions that require vinyl, but a lot of them now are starting again to do uh, cedar picket. Mm. So it really, that's your dependency is where, what the builders are doing. Where, where does cost lay for for those listening that have absolute total choice? I could put in anything, you know, on my property. There, there, people are saying that. What? So what is the, the most economical way to fence in a piece of property and what goes up from there? So for acreage, the most economical is going to be post and top rail with wire up. And that, that. So describe that fence to us. That is a, a six inch round post in the ground, three feet tall, cut it four or five foot with a top rail of about three inches or four inch across the top that is doweled down in. And then we've seen that. And then we run, you know, either woven wire or welded wire on it to keep your animals in. That's the most cost effective way to do acreage. Okay. And then you can also and, do... And because usually there's probably animals on one side of that, right? That's so right. Always. That, Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So Everything we do, we joke all the time, the amount of money people spend to keep their dogs in. It's <laughs> yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going into subdivision and residential, um, the most economical will be uh, cedar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can put cedar up 
that will last a while. It looks good. It's good quality material, uh, galvanized, Simpson ties, you know, real true. Yeah, explain four. explain that posting system because yeah. that that's still new for a lot of people that haven't yep. seen the two and three eighths diameter galvanized steel post. Tell us how that works. Yep. I'll let Ryan jump on that. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's his forte. Yeah, and then tell him Ryan, you know, the difference between why we would drive or why we would concrete. Okay, for starters, with the metal two and three eighths post, we like to drive them in the ground. We have a pneumatic driver, and you, I saw your video on your yeah. uh, on your Facebook page. One of the reels of that just yeah, put them right it, in. That was cool. The the benefit of that, and a lot of people don't understand, if you don't have to dig and concrete it in, you're building fence that day. You're not waiting two three days for concrete to cure. And so, you're pushing these posts in there like three feet deep, aren't yeah, you? You put them in three feet in the ground. And that usually leaves five, five and a half feet, depending on. And that's where your top yeah. rail or your brackets are, yeah, so that the works top fine. Rail up there, and that's plenty for a six foot fence. Yeah, and it it's just as solid as concreting. Well, you know, especially you get past that eight inch down that hard oh, pan yeah. and stuff that's there. That's even Almost better than everywhere. Concrete. Like twelve inches <laughs> is the magic number, and that ground's as hard as concrete anyway. Yeah, and so you just go right through it. It's all undisturbed, and it's it's just as solid. I mean, you'll bend the post off at the ground yeah. before it will come out you know before it'll come out of the ground so it's which, and, which we have had happen we've had yeah, we a 70 mile an hour shear bend two and three eighths at a 90 degree angle wow post is still in the ground never came out a single inch just didn't, bent the post didn't over even egg shape the ground around the post it nope. bent a two and three eighths schedule 40 post right at the ground for 200 feet mm-hmm. 200 feet of fence just bent it over well, the the big problem with wood posts has always been that either people don't put enough concrete in the hole or they didn't put concrete in the hole and the things rot off at ground level. You've either created this shelf that fills up with water or they go around it with the weed whacker until it looks like a beaver's chewed the thing off and then the posts break off and then you're trying to get that plug out of the ground and then you put another one in and you use five bags of concrete to go in there. Uh, that's hard. Uh, where, like you're saying, just switch it over to metal. So, I mean, do you do you even see wood posts being used anymore? Do you recommend oh, them yes. for any reason? I see a lot of people putting in wood posts, and I think the reason for that is because they can go to Home Depot and buy them. They don't realize if you go a little farther down the aisle, they got yeah, just go to the back of the store. They got the metal for the ones. same price, and then once you put in a metal post, you don't ever replace it. I mean the wood but it's the but it's rock. the it's the look though some people just don't like seeing that metal post on the back side where they've got all the pickets on the other side yeah they do that looks looks affects more of people's wallet than anything I'm and waiting for those pre-finished metal posts to come out in a wood tone color if they made those I powder think a coated lot of or something would go. yeah it'll double the yeah. price on them though yeah. <laughs> we're headed to uh, fence Co which is the national fencing um it's like a a trade show Mm -hmm. and that's at the end of february and that's where you get to see all the new cool products and all that so we're hoping to find some so uh so for this segment that we did the the metal posts driven into the ground Mm -hmm. uh with a a, a pneumatic hammer that pushes those in there and then you're using the the brackets that slide over that post so they're adjustable up and down and you can get everything nice and level and readjust that's what you hang the rails off of. Yes. All right. Let's pick up there after our break and talk about uh, the rails themselves. Um, I've heard people say they have to be cedar. Regular old fur works good. Buy cheap studs. No, you need framing lumber. <laughs> no, we got to use redwood. And let's, let's talk about those and the way they're fastened on there. And, and then uh, the, the pickets, um, putting those in place. 
When we come back uh, this year, listening to Scott and Ryan from Idaho Fence Masters. If you want to talk to Ryan and invite him out to your home for some repairs, because you do repairs too. You don't just do you know full new construction, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, repairs or replacement or new. Give uh, give Ryan a call here this week at 208-991-7000. That's uh, Idaho Fence Masters. We'll be back. More of the Home Fix Show right after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big. And when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal Respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BauscherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BoucherRealEstate.com. It is very easy to forget about our dryer vents. Definitely not top of the mind for most people, but when you start noticing that your dryer is working harder and harder and taking longer to get your clothes dry, you're getting a notice that your dryer vent needs attention. Clogged or restricted dryer vents not only make your dryer work harder, but they can also cause your dryer to fail and need expensive repairs. And beyond that, they also cause you to use more energy, and we all know how those rates are going up also. Oh, and if all that was not enough to motivate you to call the dryer vent wizard and have them clean and service your dryer vent, according to the National Fire Protection Association, approximately 3,000 dryers catch fire each year, with one-third of those caused by clogged dryer vents. Call Mike at Dryer Vent Wizard. Here's your super-secret Home Fix listener phone number, 208-340-1070. That's 208-340-1070 for Dryer Vent Wizard. Or schedule online at idadryerguy.com. Dryer Vent Wizard. Painting is fun. You get to pick the colors, shop for the paint, get out all your tools and brushes, move furniture, and put on your painting clothes and have at it. Seriously, there are a lot of people that enjoy painting and take great pride in what they do, and they do a good job. But sometimes you just want to turn this over to the pro, the painting pro. Brian, Ivy, Toby, and the team of professional painters at The Painting Pro will do a great job, handle all the coordination and details, and get it done quickly. That way, you can move on to your next project. Call The Painting Pro now to schedule your interior or exterior painting project. 208-378-4825. If you need help with color choices, they offer sample applications and consultations. The Painting Pro wants you to be very excited about the new look of your home. Call 208 308- 378-4825 to schedule an appointment for your quote. No painting project is too big or too small for the Painting Pro. 208-378-4825 or visit paintingpro.net to learn more about the best paint job you and your home could hope to have. 208-378-4825 or paintingpro.net. Ladies, if um someone in your home thinks they know what they're doing, better call Joe immediately. 208-336-3700. Call soon. Everything's under control. No problem here. This is the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. 
I appreciate the time you spend with us each and every Saturday morning listening to the Home Fix Show. Thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, you're, you are truly appreciated in the time that you do get to spend with us and telling your friends about the show. That's, that's always nice when we hear that. And I know we've got people listening for the very first time this week that have never heard our program before. Um, that's what we do here. We try to help you through your projects and bring you industry guests that uh, can speak to what they do so we can all learn from them. Uh, we've got a caller on the line. Let's go to Boise and talk to David. Good morning, David. Joe, good morning. Hey, great show. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for being there. A uh, question I have for the the Fensmeisters is <laughs> simply this. Year, years ago in, in Colorado and somewhat here in the Boise area, uh, grape steak fencing was available. Mm. And it's cedar and it's grape steak, and it lasted pretty well. Uh, hard to find any anymore. No one builds grape steak anymore. They use the pine, I, I presume it is, Douglas fir or what have you, that's uh, just easy to get a hold of and, and shape. Uh, whatever happened to grape steak fencing that added a little character? Yeah, I, I know a little bit about that. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what I know, and then you guys jump in here. Um, when I worked for Boise Cascade back in the uh, early 80s, we actually sold it for the first couple of years there and then discontinued it because we couldn't get it anymore. It was just going down in popularity because it was getting so expensive. It was made out of cedar, and it was hand-split. They would, uh, you know, like a cedar shake shingle was popular at a, for a while. Uh, the grape steak fencing was actually split where they would take uh, these pieces that were like two inches square and they could split out three, maybe even four strips of fencing out of that. And it, it just became a thing that the, the trees that were allowing for that type of material to be manufactured just weren't there anymore. We were, we'd gotten through a lot of that first growth uh, cedar and that, and now we're into the, the reforested stuff, and it just wasn't the same. We just couldn't get that quality of material anymore. It just uh, it went kind of the way of the dinosaur there. And that's why people that are tearing out old grape steak fence now, you'll see it for sale. You can get a real premium for that for people that want to still match it. Um, yeah, you should never send that one to the uh, the, the chipper because if you can get those off and they're in good shape, uh, they're, they're worth a little bit of money. What do you guys think? Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. So I, I couldn't name a single supplier right now in the Treasure Valley that would actually have it. No, it's it's made out of unobtainium. You yeah. Just, you just don't get it. And, and like you. Um, yeah. You know, I, go ahead, David. I was going to say, up, up in North Idaho, there's still some cedar being harvested. But uh, I'm down to my last <laughs> few uh, slats. And, and I just thought I'd ask the question. So I may be calling your fence people. <laughs> well, one of, one of the places that you might check, and I've seen it every now and then down at uh, Second Chance Building Materials, every now and then somebody will tear out some fencing and they'll drop off a couple panels down there. or Some of the habitat restore uh, locations will get some of that in now and then. You can always call them. Uh, the first thing they're going to say is, what? Fencing for grapes? What are you talking about? Because I'd say anybody under you know forty five years old isn't even going to know what the, what it is, mm-hmm. uh, or, or or what I'm they're actually, looking at. I'm actually closer to the Civil War than Star Wars, so that's probably why. <laughs> but it you still may find some out there, or if you happen to see any being torn out somewhere, stop and talk to the fencers and say, "Can I have a little bit of this?" Because 
when I've talked to people here on the show, I said, you know, just if you've just broken a few, you know, start robbing them in one place in one corner and pull them off and start moving them to where they're more visual. And you're just going to have to start replacing those with probably some just regular old dog ear cedar pickets. I appreciate it. Thanks for the show. You bet, David. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I'm sure you guys see that all the time, trying to match up something that's existing. I guess that could be a real challenge. It is, and you're you're at the mercy of of what is being harvested now right. within the region. Yeah. So, because we'll pull, we're we're using Japanese holus cedar is what our preferred is right now. Say that again. Ja- so it's it's a Japanese cedar. Okay. Um, and there are no that's the species. Yeah. There's no knots in it. There's no holes in it. Oh. If you go to Home Depot and you pull your regular cedar picket, you're going to see the knots and. They will eventually pop out. You'll end up with a hole where dogs will stick their nose through it, et cetera. Yeah, there's very few actual grades of cedar fencing. You know, there used to be number two and better or right. number one or premium. But yep. even that was all subjective. There wasn't any real rules on that because it's non-structural. It's all cosmetic. That's correct. It's almost a, a kind of a selling ploy. But we buy, for us, it's Japanese premium. Um, we're buying the absolute best picket that we can possibly buy. And I've noticed, too, that uh, some of the pickets are thinner than others. I've noticed some of these, uh, when I was in Home Depot, I was looking at, I need five pickets to finish up something I started. And I'm looking at these, and they're they're about five-eighths of an inch thick. And on the, on the bunk of the pickets there, this big old tag that says, these pickets, you know, we recommend three rails. That's because if you put them on two, they're going <laughs> to warp and cup and bow and <laughs> do all kinds of crazy movement. Yeah, yeah. We um, Ryan will tell you we just we're very picky on cedar, and when we find the bunks that we want, those we will purchase, those we will hold on to. Say this is some good stuff. <laughs> and boy, they have they the price has gone through the roof. Yeah, and then it has now started to come back down. So yeah. good, good thing. Yeah. So Ryan, tell me a little bit about that. When you go to hang fencing, two rail, three rail, fir, cedar, redwood rail, what do you do? Well, it kind of depends on what material I'm using. You know, you always have the people that want it just a little bit cheaper. And in mm-hmm. order to go cheaper, you go with a thinner picket. A thinner picket will warp a lot faster, and it requires a third rail to stay straight. Right, but the cost of the third rail is still less than putting yeah, on you, a thicker picket. You save a dollar a picket, and you have to buy two more brackets, and you have to buy another rail. So realistically, it's, it's six on half a dozen. Yeah, what do you got, so, 27 one-by-fours or 18 one-by-sixes in an eight-foot section? So you're talking about 18 bucks mm-hmm. compared to another, you know, five bucks for another rail and another 10 bucks for brackets and... Yeah, it's and then the cost of the picket difference. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty close, really. So for what we use, if you use good quality pickets, metal posts like we put up, right? Two rails, all that's necessary, okay. and so you don't have to put a third one. And on a six foot fence, are you going how far up from the ground? How far down from the top? I try to go about twelve to fifteen inches up on my bottom rail, mm-hmm. and then the top rail is usually at five, five and a half foot. It's pretty close to the top of the post. That mm-hmm. way your reveal is a little shorter. Just find that if you give it a little shorter reveal on the top and a little closer to the bottom, it stops a lot of warping. And when it does warp, it's not as noticeable. If you put the two rails right in the middle at three foot so you don't have to bend over, yeah, it's easier to put it up. But then your dog can push on the bottom of mm-hmm. it, and it just gives it, your warping is always noticeable at the top and the bottom. 
Yeah. So yeah. if you make those distance shorter, your fence stays straighter and looks better for a lot longer. Okay, now the magic super, super secret installer question. Screws, nails, staples. I use screws. Wow. I do. I use screws. I believe they hold better. I believe they will hold longer. My hands can't hold up that long. Are you using screw guns? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're using a screw gun. Nice. Not a drywall screw gun. I don't use a clutched one. Those right. things don't work right, but just your regular quarter-inch screw gun. Okay. So and you're it, not doing the stri strip longer. feed I things mean, and okay. And Joe, on that on that um we we've done our research. We, yeah. We literally will test and we're we're kind of into the scientific mode on a few things that we do. I understand in framing, you don't screw because of the shear that'll put on there and the fact that you can get some breakage on the screws. And yes, we have ran into batches of bad screws, but I, I promise you our, our recall rate is, is less than 1%. We screw, we also do, um, we, on how we screw them, we do two at the top and one at the bottom. Oh, And okay. so we're giving a little bit of movement. We want a little bit of flexibility. We want a little bit of expansion and contraction that would. And for us, that works. If we start putting two screws in every yeah. picket, top and bottom, we've noticed that we'll get a little bit of splitting. And are you doing um, uh, Phillips, Square, or Star Drives? Uh, Torx. Yeah, Star Drives. Torx. Yeah. Okay. Use Torx. Simply, that really doesn't matter. It just Those are so nice, though. It's easier oh, yeah. to use. That's, yeah. yeah, your bits last like yeah. 50 times longer, and uh, you don't have to have as, as heavy-duty of tools. As, also, as I need to say that even though we're using screws, it depends on what type of screws. You yeah. have to use a coated exterior screw. We're not using drywall screws right, right. or the cheap screws. These are, you know, if we build a fence in the backyard, it's nothing to have 150 to $200 just in the screws. Right. And that's because they're But isn't exterior. that nice when, when you do have to replace a picket or something, you can just take it down. I'm, I'm really, mm -hmm. really regretting the fact that I took and uh, shot a whole side of my house on with uh six penny ring shank galvanized yeah you know yeah. i, I, I got it's usually I, break when I, you try and oh do i got the nail different. set just right so it sits nice and flush i did all that and everything and bang 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 and they're just just the tips are sticking out through the back of the two by fours but by gosh i had to pull one of those things off of there and there is no way i just absolutely ruined the picket trying to get it off yeah, yeah when you do it every day for a living you kind of get to the point yeah you got it figured out. Yeah. Good, faster, cheap. Yeah, we yeah. I, I did it fast. <laughs> <laughs> I did it fast. Uh, we'll figure out the other two later. All right. Uh, when we come back, let's talk a little bit about uh, property lines, rules, regulations, and uh, the the fun you run into with neighbors on your job. <laughs> when we come back with more of the Home Fix Show, my guests in the studio this morning, uh, Ryan and Scott. They are the Idaho Fence Masters. You can reach Ryan at two zero eight nine nine one. 7,000. And if you need fencing this spring or summer, you probably want to get a hold of this guy right away and uh, get a quote from him. We'll be back. More Home Fix coming up after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Who are we trying to kid? I mean, come on. Flat and low sloping roofs are not all that exciting. In fact, most times you cannot even see them on homes, businesses, and commercial properties. And that is part of the problem. Out of sight, 
out of mind. They get forgotten about until leaks show up and then you need help. Precision Single Ply is your roofing company in the Treasure Valley for flat and low slope roofs. With the most up-to-date technologies in membrane roofing, Precision Single Ply will provide your structure with a quality roof that, well, you can forget about for a long time. They also offer annual inspections to make sure problems do not develop and can come out quickly and make repairs if they do. Precision Single Ply is looking for people to join their team of installers, and you can earn while you learn. If you need help with a low sloping or flat roof, or are you looking for a career in the roofing trade, call Precision Single Ply, 208-939-9979, 208-939-9979. Most people looking at bringing solar energy into their homes do not know there are two types of solar. There's photovoltaic solar panels, which generate electricity, and there is solar thermal that generates hot water. Hot water, you ask? Yes, if you can generate hot water with sun power, you don't need to pay a utility company for that energy. And if you have an all-electric home, that is a bunch of PV panels that you will not need to buy. There's also a lot of bad information circulating about solar, and many say it cannot work for us here in Idaho. Want to know the truth and not the hype so you can decide for yourself? Want an honest assessment and quote and not a sales and financing pitch? Call and talk to Carl Simpson at Renewable Energy Northwest, LLC. Carl offers a free solar site visit where he will evaluate your home and lifestyle and discuss with you your options. 208-577-6537 or visit RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Also follow Renewable Energy Northwest LLC on Facebook. 208-577-6537. Nothing beats the sounds and smells of a well-worn woodworking shop. There's just something special about it. You know it when you walk in. The same is true for your supplier of quality hardwoods and panels. High Desert Hardwood checks all those boxes. They have a massive selection of properly stored species of multiple thicknesses and widths. Not just a few picked over boards. You can sort and select and take as much time as you wish. Find that perfect board. Vision the end result. Nothing beats putting your hands on the material that will soon be a part of your life. Oh, and yeah, bring your gloves. The team at High Desert Hardwood in Eagle is ready to help you make those projects come to life whether you are an artistic professional, a seasoned hobbyist, or an inquisitive beginner. Open Monday through Saturday at 1758 East State Street on the east end of Eagle or call 208-939-9366. High Desert is for woodworkers and is owned and operated by woodworkers. They understand this is special. Find it at High Desert Hardwood, 1758 East State Street in Eagle. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. So I'm not sure which one of the two of you, Scott or Ryan, wants to feel this question, but what about property lines? Uh, where does that responsibility lie? Homeowner, you, the marks that are scratched in the street, do you trust the pins? How does all that work? Because I can just imagine you putting in a fence and then the neighbor comes over and says, hey, buddy, you're six inches on my side of the property. Thanks for the fence. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> in a lot of new subdivisions, um, this is something we deal with every single day. Hmm. Uh, Ryan's to the point now where he understands it. Me having been in the real estate business, understanding surveys, understanding where pins are at, I've always been able to make the, the decisions on those. And here's how it works for us. I, I know a few judges, and I've talked to a few people from uh, in the legal aspect of things. Most court judges would say, 
that anything under three inches, he's not going to care about. When right. you start getting three to six inches off your property line, they're probably going to make you pull that fence out. Mm. So when a homeowner contacts us, we do find pin. And we work so that the back side of your fence is still on your property. We always corner pin those so that um, if, if we're meeting property on four corners, that the pin is either visible or accessible by uh, a surveyor. They need to be able to get in there at least even with a metal detector and mm. find that. Nice. So we are always fencing on your property, even if you split it with a neighbor. Let's say the neighbor says, I'm going to share half the cost of this fence. Right. The fence is going on someone's property. It is never going down the middle of the property oh. line. I do not do that. That that has caused problems yes. for new neighbors that is down correct. the road. Someday that house is going to get sold. Someday there may end up being a survey. Someday they say, I don't want that fence on my property. I want mm. a different color one. So the we contract out with the individual homeowner, and we are fencing your property. So the very outside of your fence is still on your property line to the best of your knowledge to the best of right. our knowledge and we will find pin and, and string line it we will and uh if we have to call surveyors uh we did a job just recently on acreage property and we went off the plat map yeah we pulled from easement from center of road we did all of our easement measurements and all that i was uncomfortable with it i didn't think it was right and as it turns out, Ryan was within two or three or four or five inches. Mm. But we called a surveyor out anyway. Yeah. And the surveyor came out, verified everything, and off we go. Yeah, and that's usually, you know, what, 250 to $400, depending on the property and the degree of difficulty. It, it, and you look at what you're spending on your whole fence. And not only that, but the consequences, if you do it wrong, that's not that, I hate to say it, not that big of a deal. It's really not. And and like you said, the consequences of maybe a neighbor who disputes. Yeah. And then you got to argue and have a bad neighbor. Uh, so you're better off just putting your fence on your property. So that's kind of our hard and fast rule. Even in new subdivisions where developers do not do perimeter fence and they require each builder to put up fence, mm -hmm. that fence is going on the property uh, completely on that individual property. Mm. There is no splitting of property lines. We just do not do that. One of the things I, I remember, and this is jumping backwards when we were talking about the grape stake fencing, I remember the good neighbor fence. Mm -hmm. One eight-foot section was facing one way, another eight-foot section facing the other way. Mm -hmm. Does anybody do that anymore, or is it just pick one or the other? Uh, our rule is let the person uh, that contacted us the homeowner who's paying for the fence decide right if they're footing the bill for the fence chances are they're the one so in the cory barton and the hayden subdivisions where they're very very close and it's a 60 foot line and maybe they're splitting i let them figure it out yeah. and if they want 50 50 we'll do it if they decide that one person is paying for it then they get the pretty side so my uh my my son and my daughter have purchased a house together and uh, they're sharing that and um the back fence line uh somebody had pickets on one side facing their house but then the neighbor put pickets on their side also so they've got this sandwiched hollow cavity and the wasps love it mm -hmm. and the plants growing inside of that just love it and we stripped down some pickets on one side to replace a post and there was 
12 inches of debris sitting on that bottom rail rotting it out. I'd it. say let's let's not do that. <laughs> we like to tell people to communicate with your neighbor. If you're going to live there, it's not our job. We'll facilitate it. Ryan has no problem getting over and talking. He'll pull this man will pull three neighbors together and have them have a conversation in the backyard. Figure it out right then Figure and there. It out, yeah. And and maybe make some notes and write it down so you say, well, back in October you said we could do this. <laughs> uh, well, they they make this really neat little contraption on your phone that that records audio. <laughs> yeah, just re- record the meeting. All right, uh, we just got a couple minutes left before we got to uh, wrap up for this hour. What about homeowners associations? Um, sometimes I'm sure uh, a homeowner wants to do something that's outside the uh, the rules of the neighborhood. Uh, we don't enforce here. Our hard and fast rule with the company, Ryan will call me if there's any, you know, considerations to make. Uh, I'm the legal responsibility for all this. Yeah. But the Did bottom, you get homeowners association approval for this? That's <laughs> the bottom line. But with that being said, if that client, I don't work for the home or for the homeowners association. If that individual client says we want to do this and they sign our contract yeah. and pay us, I'm putting up for them. Yeah. And then their fight with the HOA is not ours. But there are some rules, correct, about the height, like on corner lots, how high you can go and how far back you have to maintain that height. That's correct. And in the backyard, you can't go over, what, six feet high? That's correct. Yeah, and I think some of that has to do with, like, fire and police being able to get over the top of them. That's correct. Yep, there's a lot of details to it, and that's why it's nice to have a pro on your side when you're doing this. So if uh, if you want help with your fence, here's a couple guys who might be able to help you out. Give them a try, Idaho Fence Masters. Uh, phone number 208-991-7000 if you want to get a hold of them. We're going to have them here after the break for a little bit more. If you've got some questions on fencing and you want to talk to these guys, get an answer. Even if you're doing it yourself, they'll help you out. They'll tell you what's good or what's not good or how to or how not to. Just give us a call. The number to call into the show, 208-336-3700. You're listening to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI 93.1, 670 AM. I'm Joe Prin. We'll be back after the news. If you are looking to buy, sell, or tap into your equity, take a few minutes to visit with Terry Hefner and his team of professionals at Guild Mortgage. The local market has changed dramatically in recent years, and working with a pro that understands these conditions is critical. Terry and his team have been helping Idaho homeowners for nearly 30 years. Before you make any financial moves that involve your home, call Terry Hefner. Terry is a native Idahoan and is a second-generation real estate professional. When you work with Guild, you support a business that is passionate about our local economy. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage wants to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can, especially for first-time home buyers. There is a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner help you. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS 95796, company NMLS number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prince. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to The Home Fix Show and Saturday morning here on News Talk KBOI. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Your attendance is greatly appreciated. Thank you for being part of our listening audience. If you'd like to join in and call this morning, the number 208-336-3700. You could also send an email to joe at joeprin.com. 
and I can get those after the show and uh, get back to you, or maybe during one of the breaks I can check them here if I get a chance. And But if you want an answer quick and you want it now, and especially if you want it from one of my two guests that are in the studio, call in, 208-336-3700, and we can talk. Who are those guests, you ask? Well, if you weren't listening in the previous hour, I have Scott and Ryan here from Idaho Fence Masters, and we're talking about fence building and fencing and the materials and the techniques and the people and all that that go into building those fences. So many people moving here and uh, making upgrades to their properties. Nothing improves the look of a piece of property if you're selling your house than a brand new fresh fence. And uh, Scott, you were commenting on that about how how great it looks and how much fun it is to go into an an old uh, existing neighborhood or something that has a lot of falling down fence and you put up this shining star that all the neighborhoods are just going oh my heard the neighbors my god that looks so nice <laughs> yeah some of the older neighborhoods in boise and meridian uh just doing a a, a replacement with new japanese cedar mm-hmm. boy i'll tell you what it's it it's amazing is what is the life expectancy of uh of today's cedar fencing i mean ryan when you go out there and install this with you know steel posts and the metal brackets and this good quality. What? What? How long do you tell people that that's going to be good for? Well, the posts and the brackets are good forever. Yeah, I mean, well, it can't be ever. Rust, I mean, so long, okay. hundred years. You know, okay, right? yeah, yeah, a long, long time. Right. Your wood, any exposed wood, it, I would imagine, if you get twenty years out of it, you're going pretty good. So, if, if somebody does have a wood cedar, a cedar fence, or something that's more than twenty years, you, you've done well with that. I think so. I think 18, 20, 25 years. We have a subdivision that we just did an estimate on. How long had that fence been up, Ryan, uh, on that, uh, remember the HOA one? I think he said 26 years. 26 years of wood. Yeah. Now, if you have maintenance rules, if you're, if you're weatherproofing it, if you're staining it on a regular basis, if you have some requirements, you can probably get more out of that. I was going to ask you, does, all right, so I, I did a whole thing on, on to stain or not to stain. Okay. And I was, I was, I was making the argument personally because mm-hmm. I don't like to stain fences because I just don't like doing that. Um, but I was making the argument that it wasn't worth it, that the cost of the stain and the life extension that you get out of it, I couldn't make those numbers. And the investment of hours and life energy sweating it and thinking that it's time to do it again and, you know, all of that was worth it. But then other people are saying, no, it's totally worth it. I've been staining my fence every four or five years and it's going on 30 years old and it still looks good. What's your opinion on that? Well, I I think there's probably, I've never broken the numbers down maybe like you have, but I'll tell you this, we're efficient. Everything we do in our business is efficient. I can put 400 feet of fence up faster than most crews 10 times our size yeah so when you're staining for us it's about efficiency mm. the equipment we use the the actual stain we're putting on goes on probably a lot faster than whatever you're buying at home depot right the equipment we use to spray it goes a lot faster than you're using at home depot so what took you four hours takes us 45 minutes or an hour right so that cost breakdown for us it works it is so, a so you feel that staining a fence will add life to it. I think if you're breaking it up into blocks, if you have to restain every three or four or five years, depending, and we have rough weather here. Right. And I'm using the word stain and preservatives, Correct. maybe inefficiently interchangeably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking a preservative, something with some natural oils and stuff that's going to keep the wood more uh, moisturized. Correct. And 
you know, you're the, you are probably more of an expert on wood than we are, but we have a product that we put on and, uh, the, the wood defender product, um, it's a self leveling product, meaning you spray it at the top. It's going to cover any old blemishes. If you power wash and then spray it, you could literally have taken the stain and write your name on it, go back in an hour and stain over it. It'll cover it all up. You can't even see it. Okay, so this is a pro-level product that you use that's not something I can go buy off at Ace Hardware or something. It is not. So if you take that, Joe, and you say, well, that's going to give me an extra three or four years, and you do it a few times, you just added... 8, 10, 12 years to the life of your wood fence. Okay. So those numbers may work out. So at a pro level, it might work out. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I was figuring me doing it, the hours it takes, you know, $60 a gallon for, you know, something that's supposed to be really good. And yeah, okay. Um, then we're going to go off subject here a little bit, guys. So take a breather here. But sure. let's go to Meridian and talk to Tom. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, sir. How are you? Doing good. Thanks for the call. You're very welcome. Thank you for taking the call. I got some standing water in the crawl space. <clears throat> I'm going to presume that most of that is because the downspouts drop right down by the house foundation as opposed to drifting them away. Had a restoration company, company come in. They were talking about putting in some French drains, some pumps, that kind of stuff to get the water out and any future water coming back in. Mm-hmm. I'm presuming that if I take those downspouts, and divert the water away properly, that that would not be necessary to go to that extreme, what I assumed was an extreme, to put um, drains and pumps on the inside of the crawl space. I agree with everything that you said there. I think that a lot of times we see this water in the crawl space and we go into absolute panic mode, uh, where if we can remove the source, you know, we know it's not a plumbing leak, right? And if, if, if we can remove the source of that, which it sounds like you've identified as, you know, improper drainage around the perimeter of the house, uh, that can be addressed. And we know that if the water goes away, it will eventually soak in. Now, there are some things you can do to help it dry out. Uh, you know, you can put some fans down there and move the air around and try to keep the humidity level down and blow it out and dry it out, pull back some of the plastic, let it soak in and dry out uh but as far as spending a lot of money to put in some pumps and all of that i i don't think so now you could get somebody to come in and pump it out uh you know you could do that with some small pumps yourself plug them in and put a garden hose out there and and pump it outside as long as it doesn't freeze but um yeah to to correct a problem by addressing it after the fact when it enters the crawl space if there's a way to do that from outside that's even better, and that's not something you're going to do today, but you could extend those downspouts today for when you get runoff, when it gets warm again, and uh, then look at doing some kind of a, either a, a, like you say, a French drain. That, that term gets used probably more improperly than properly, but you could always put in some type of a dry well or some kind of a trench or something to collect water in low spots and get it below the hard pan surfaces and get it down where it can soak in better. With that vapor barrier, that's, and all this water is actually below the vapor barrier instead of on top of the vapor barrier. Oh, good. Does that vapor barrier need to be removed and replaced? No, or no, it's cut? plastic. It's going to be muddy and dirty, but that doesn't matter. Just, just pull it back so that there's some breathing room down there underneath it. If you leave the plastic down there on top of it, it, 
it could take till the end of next summer for that to dry out. So I would fold some of it back and let it dry out as best as you can and then, you know, fold it back on itself and then the other way. And yeah, you'll be going down there, you know, a couple of times throughout the next few months and, and blowing air around down there. But um, yeah, I think just remove the source and then have a little bit of patience. Uh, I don't think you need to spend a whole lot of money on putting in a sump system because that that's assuming that it's going to come back. If you do some kind of exterior treatment with the downspouts and the uh and and the dry wells and stuff you'll take care of it that way which is better than letting it get under there in the first place i agree thank you very much for your help i appreciate it yeah you bet and if you need help with some of those drainage problems uh you know cody at uh, hunter rain gutter they they do that they provide those services so you can always talk to them too uh carmen in emmett you want to talk about fencing stay on the line we'll get you up next with the guys from idaho fence masters Right after this, when we come back from our break here on The Home Fix Show. I'm Joe Prin. We'll be right back. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. We'll be right back on News Talk KBOI. Sometimes things are just not in the right place. That outlet should be over there. And that switch is on the wrong side of the door. Or why did they not put a light here? Sounds like you need Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable. Dave is a master putting electrical items where you need them. He can add in under-cabinet lighting, install the new ultra-thin LED ceiling lights where you need them, and even put in a whole house surge protector to protect your expensive electronic items. There's only one way Dave does things, the right way. So if you want quality work at a very fair price, as well as a really nice guy, call Consumer Electric and talk to Dave. Oh, and if you started working from home and have set up a home office, make sure you have the proper power sources for all your equipment. What can you use a licensed electrician for? Talk to Dave and let him take care of it the right way. Consumer Electric and Cable, 208-939-8333. 208-939-8333. That's 208-939-8333. It looks like magic when you watch it happen. Those sinking sections of your concrete patio, driveway, or sidewalk just lift themselves up and back into place. Actually, the magic is performed by Go Green Concrete Lifting. They have innovative and economical solutions to common problems like sinking and shifted unlevel concrete slabs. These areas create trip hazards and drainage problems. Let's get this fixed as soon as possible and Go Green Concrete Lifting is here to help out. Incredibly strong foam is carefully injected under the slab and as it expands, it lifts the concrete back into position. No busting out the old concrete, placing new concrete and hoping it matches somewhat. And the best part, it costs a whole lot less than new concrete and can be done in just a few hours. They also have a coating for driveways to protect and extend the life of the concrete from salt and ice melter. Call Go Green at 208-912-0028. Again, that's 208-912-0028 or visit GoGreenInsulation.com to learn more. Most people looking at bringing solar energy into their homes do not know there are two types of solar. There's photovoltaic solar panels, which generate electricity, and there is solar thermal that generates hot water. Hot water, you ask? Yes, if you can generate hot water with sun power, you don't need to pay a utility company for that energy. And if you have an all-electric home, that is a bunch of PV panels that you will not need to buy. There's also a lot of bad information circulating about solar, and many say it cannot work for us here in Idaho. Want to know the truth and the hype so you can decide for yourself? Want an honest assessment and quote and not a sales and financing pitch? Call and talk to Carl Simpson at Renewable Energy Northwest LLC. Carl offers a free solar site visit 
where he will evaluate your home and lifestyle and discuss with you your options. 208-577-6537 or visit RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Also follow Renewable Energy Northwest LLC on Facebook. 208-577-6537. You're going to be counting on your garage door to get you in and out of your home safely and efficiently this winter. And Garage Door Store Boise is who you call for service, tune-ups, and repairs. Broken Dual Springs can be changed out for $259, which includes tax, labor, and a 10-year warranty. Compare this price and don't overpay. Garage Door Store Boise built their reputation on quality, speed, and an excellent price. And how about this new product? A LiftMaster Quiet Belt Drive Door Opener that is Wi-Fi enabled and has a camera built in so you can receive alerts and see what's going on in your garage no matter where you are. This opener is installed by Garage Door Store Boise with two remotes and an exterior keypad for just $650. If you need a new door for winter or to make your home look great, Garage Door Store Boise has a selection to impress you. Call 208-514-2871, 208-514-2871, or visit garagedoorstoreboise.com for more special offers and information. If you hear anything you'd like to revisit, check out the Home Fix podcast on the 670KBOI app. First, download the 670KBOI app from the App Store for free. Then, click Podcasts. Then, click on the Home Fix show. Now back to Joe Prim. This is the Home Fix show on News Talk KBOI. Let's head off to Emmett and speak this morning with Carmen. Good morning, Carmen. Yes, good morning, Joe. I'm so thankful for this show you have. Well, thank you for calling. I'm I'm glad you're there, too. <laughs> well, I live alone now, and I always have problems and questions. Good. For the well, things- no, not good on the problems, good on the questions. <laughs> well, I have a problem, and I have a lot of white vinyl fencing. Okay. And I have to hire the yard work done, and they have not been cautious with their weed eater. Mm. And- gotten holes in the fence is there any way you can what can you do about that or do you have to replace the whole panel guys uh so oh first let me uh, get a little more picture painted here for me carmen uh where they are creating the uh those impact holes from the string trimmer strings and little rocks and stuff is that down primarily at the very bottom edges it is okay and I've told them, and they say it's not their weed eater, but I don't believe it. Well, it sure isn't the earthworms doing it. It's not. <laughs> One guy told me it could be the squirrels. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're, they're doing it. They just they either don't see it when it happens or they don't want to admit it. That is, Yeah, that is self-inflicted. There is no force of nature that's going to punch those little holes down there. Ryan, what would you do if you got called out there? I, well, first of all, I'd have to see exactly where the hole is, but yep. you do not have to replace the full six or eight foot section if that's oh, what you're asking. Good. You can just now, replace I either. Like, oh, yeah, what do you uh, fa- uh, patch them with? Well, you don't patch. You replace oh. the broken piece, whether that be a panel or a bottom or top rail or the post. You replace the post. Well, it's always in the panel. Okay. okay. Then you would put a new panel in. You could you can take that top rail out 
and those panels are 11 and a quarter, 11 and a half inches wide, and you just replace the one that has a hole in it. Oh, okay, so where, where I'm using the word picket, I'm thinking, you, yeah, you and, call it a... In vinyl, it's called a panel. It's called a but panel. It's basically okay. a picket, yeah. yeah okay, it, they're tongue they're and groove, they slide together. Yeah, and they're all panels, and they're right next to the ground. A little ways up, wherever that string hits... Yes. So, and uh, they deny this, they deny it. And well, I just, you know, I've got quite a few. Here's what, here's what we're going to do. You're going to have these guys come out and fix this. Uh, they, they can come out and do that. They may have to rob from one end of the fence to do the other and then put all the new sections somewhere. I don't know. You know, it depends on if they can match it up, I'm sure. And then you oh. are, are going to take photographs. You're going to oh. take your, you, have you got a phone that takes pictures? Yes. All right. Yeah. Yep. You're going to go into your settings and make sure that it puts the date and the time on the photograph. And you're going to go around to every single section and take a picture of it. And that is your base starting point. And then the first time that they punch a hole in it, you can say, look, on this date, there was no hole. On this date, there's a hole. You did this. <laughs> and, well, and you know, it's not only the guys I have, yeah. but... It happens all over the place. Aber can do the same thing. Yes, yes, and it, it does happen. I, you know, I'm sure you guys see this all the time. It does happen. I've seen people that'll take and put another, uh, like another board or another panel on top of the panel in front of it, you know, and run it horizontally and stuff. There's, there's all kinds yeah. of band aid things that can be done, but uh, I think you go ahead and get it back to a basis point, and then explain to these folks, and then say, you know. I, I know it's probably not you, the person that's out there, you know, running the weed whacker out there, but um, yeah. you, you talk to the, the owner of the company and say, I just had to spend, you know, $800 to fix my fence or something. I don't want to do that again. So you need to tell your guys to be either more careful or if, I, if there is future damage, I'm going to deduct that from your, your service contract. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> So when they bill you for $280, you send them 125 and say the rest was for fence repairs. Well, that you know, I'm so glad I called you. Because oh, I'll I cause more have, trouble than you'll know. <laughs> I just haven't known what to do about this. Yeah. And it's you, you, upsetting when you invested all that money. Right. So, and I did call the company that I bought this fence from, and they couldn't help me out a bit. Okay. Um, they couldn't or they didn't want to? I do not know. Now, they, when, you, when you say they couldn't, is it because what needs to be repaired is not available anymore, or they just don't do that? Ask them to come over and look at it and see what could be done, and I never hmm. did get any response back from them. Okay, so uh, a couple things here. I'm going to use you as a, as a test subject on this. Um, we do this a lot. You know, we as homeowners, we will call somebody and then sit there and stew for days afterwards that we never heard back from them. Correct. I, I have to give these other people a little bit because I've been in that world where a phone call on Monday is pushed off to the next day or the next day, and then by Thursday it, it's forgotten about. Or the sticky note disappears, or the phone message is gone, or people never did leave a name or a phone number and I don't and I've gotten 55 calls and I don't know which one was theirs and so I think in today's world it is perfectly acceptable if you don't hear from somebody in 48 hours call them back again and call them back again and then if you don't get a response then 
that's a good thing because that's probably telling you this isn't somebody that you want working for you because if they can't even answer the phone or follow up, imagine when it comes to showing up at your house. I know. It's frustrating. I, I think, uh, you know, you're, you're of the generation and, you know, probably me too in that, that, you know, when we used to call somebody, that was an honor for them to call us back. That is their responsibility as an owner. And as busy as people are now and stuff, unfortunately, that's changed. And no, it's not right, but it, it's something that's the world that we have to live in right now. So, uh, yeah. Well, I thank you for reaffirming me because... Yeah. No, I, I, I did, I'd go ahead right. and have, have Ryan come out and take a look at that. Did you write down his phone number? I did. Okay. And I will call them. I yeah. will call them Monday. And at least find out what it's going to cost. But then I would have that conversation with your, your lawn care provider and say, okay. okay, guys, this just cost me this much money. I don't want to do this again, and I expect you not to do this. And, you know... Uh, the guy I have now, yeah. I think, is a little more cautious about it. Yeah, and he will be after you talk to him, believe me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, you get get your fire up. Drink three cups of coffee okay. and then well, go talk to him. I'll call these guys... Monday and see what we can do, where right. we can go from there. Sounds good, Carmen. Thank you. Good okay. luck. Yep. And thank you so much. You bet. Thanks for being there for us this morning. Let's go to Rob and Meridian talk about some fencing. Good morning, Rob. Morning, guys. Hey, uh, good morning. So, squirrels evidently, when it warms up outside, love chewing on the caps of the vinyl fence out back and, uh, some of the folks out here enjoy feeding them. And I can't really shoot the squirrels, and the law frowns on me shooting the neighbors. Um, so is there, I'm thinking, like, make my own galby caps and just hook them up to, like, the 110. But that would be... Now you're back to uh, shooting the neighbors. Resistance heating, and that would kind of melt the stuff. Is there, like, an easy solution here? Because I've tried making my own, like, uh, pepper. Yeah. Now, wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, so the the vinyl caps, are you talking about, like, those five-inch square pyramidal? Yep, like pyramid shape. Yep. And the squirrels are chewing the on those things? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can pull one of them off and see daylight through it. Is this before <laughs> or after the bourbon? <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, now i wasn't the one gnawing on it <laughs> but you're seeing squirrels but, uh, swear, it, it might just be one squirrel that's kind of retarded um <laughs> okay so i uh, i don't know i have seen decorative caps made of copper that uh, go on top of these things there's aftermarket caps that have uh, solar lights built into them, you know, that you can pop off those plastic stock caps and pop no, these no, on. That's that's not the final solution. <laughs> I, I want to keep the existing caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can turn them so I don't see the gnawed-off bits. Um, Take one of the I caps to... and make yourself a mold out of it and cast it out of some vinyl concrete patch. And let's see if they gnaw on some uh, half-inch thick concrete caps. Well, they probably won't do that. I, you know, I'm tempted, Joe, to do what I did uh, back on the other side of the country with my tomatoes and just bag one of them and uh, <laughs> hang it up there, it up there. <laughs> to serve as an example for the others. 
Uh, you know that disclaimer at the beginning of the show, Rob? Uh, that You are why I have I, that. I am bugged. <laughs> <laughs> now, right. listen, I had, I, hey, I had final parting shot. I had somebody tell me once they were having a squirrel problem on a, uh, I think it was a hummingbird pole or something. They said a, a jar of Vaseline solved the problem. They smeared that on there. They didn't like the smell of it. They'd walk on it. They'd get it all over them. They'd slide off of it. Maybe you just go out there and grease that thing up for a little while, and uh, maybe they'll break their pattern. Did that Vaseline have cyanide in it? <laughs> okay, back to the disclaimer. Thanks, Rob. Great call. We'll talk to you next week on the show. we got to go to break. We'll be back. More of the Home Fix Show after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. We'll be right back on News Talk KBOI. So, we hear that many of you have gotten deeper into woodworking lately. Perhaps you even picked up some new tools at the last Woodcraft Woodworking Expo. Your list of crafts and projects can go from a few boards or blocks to a treasured family heirloom, or at least something useful and appreciated. Woodworking is a wonderful way to express your creativity and to continually learn and grow within a hobby or maybe even a new side gig. And when you have questions or need advice, Woodcraft is here to help with the tools, accessories, finishes, and hardware. They embrace the workshop beginners and help the seasoned professionals with the same great service and all the latest and best in blades and bits, safety equipment, dust removal, and cleanup. Quality matters in tools and service. That's why woodworkers choose Woodcraft. There's also a full schedule of classes for you to look over at woodcraftboise.com. Beginner or professional, what do you want to make? Chances are, Woodcraft can help. In the Overland Park Shopping Center at Cole and Overland. Or visit woodcraftboise.com. Woodcraft, helping you make wood work. Are you like so many others that have to rediscover your house? What do I mean by this? I mean that your home may be ready for a few updates or changes to make it fresh and exciting again. Ever thought about taking out carpet and installing hardwood floors? A lot of people are doing just that. Hardwood floors can change the personality of your home. The warmth, crisp, clean look of real wood adds a richness and classic durability to a house. Integrity Hardwood Floors can make this dream come true for you with a great selection of species, widths, and textures, plus other styles of flooring for any room in your house. Who installs your new floors is as important as the material itself. Integrity Hardwood Floors brings the craftsmanship and fine finish to your new floors as a bonus certified craftsman. Schedule a visit virtually or in person with Integrity Hardwood Floors. Learn what your choices are and which new floor will be right for your lifestyle and your budget. Call 208-724-9445 online at integrityhardwoodfloor.com 208-724-9445. Yep, it's official. It's getting colder. It's also time to change your furnace filters. Clean filters let your heating system work more efficiently. And with rising energy costs, every dollar counts. At the Air Filter Superstore, they have the right filters in the right size at the right price. And lots of them. They are never out of stock and custom sizes can be built while you wait. Call ahead and they'll have your order ready for pickup. But hey, as long as you're going, grab a couple extras to save the trip next time. Or even better, sign up for the free delivery service on qualifying orders and they will bring them to you. How could it get better? Well, mention you listen to the Home Fix Show when placing your order and save an additional $2. The Air Filter Superstore is at 3825 East Lanark, one block east of DeMeyer Furniture near Franklin and Eagle Road in Meridian. Online orders and more info, including installation services, is at airfiltersidaho.com or call or text 208 672 
1323. The Air Filter Superstore, 208-672-1323. Replacing your roof doesn't happen every day, and that's a good thing, right? Maybe this is the first time you've ever faced this, or since the last time you've had to do this, a lot has changed. Today's roofing shingles can last 35, 45, even 50 years or more. Get the roofing information and experienced advice you need from the Home Fix recommended roofing company, CF Construction. Craig will visit your home and prepare a complete and accurate quotation for you. If you need to get your insurance company involved, not a problem. CF Construction works with the mall and will be your advocate in getting you the best roof possible for your home. But what about scheduling? Yes, this is tricky right now, but CF Construction has been here before and knows how to make this as quick and easy as possible for you. Many customers comment on how fast and professionally Craig and his team made things happen. Take the worry and stress out of getting a new roof. Just get in touch with CF Construction, 208-921-1445. That's 208-921-1445 for your new roof from CF Construction. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. So what was this you guys were saying about uh, homeowner's insurance and like when a, a fence falls down, blows down, rots off, falls over, that there may be some protection for you there in your homeowner's insurance? Uh, well, we always encourage uh, homeowners to call their agent and tell them, you know, yes. Ask the question. Ask the question. And you'll, I think you'll find more times than not. I don't think we've ever had an, uh, a situation where that has arisen that was not covered by homeowners. Let me just say that. Oh. And so then it's So just, we get a windstorm and the fence blows over. Um, absolutely. And yep. then it's just a matter of us. We'll give a quote. That quote will go to the homeowner. The homeowner will give it to the agent, yep. and they'll submit the process. And so, yes, and typically you're end up paying a depo- uh, your deductible, and then your insurance company covers the fence. So that happens more often than not, and we encourage clients to do that. Everybody wants to know how much does it cost per foot mm-hmm. because they can go out back there and step this off or tape measure it off, and they know they've got – 122 feet or 74 feet or 17 feet here and 27 feet over here. How do you, how do you price that out just for people when they call you? Do you do that or do you insist about going out there and looking first? I'm going to, I'm going to start and I'm going to let Ryan finish. Yeah. So what we have to be careful of in our trade is um, what we call the van guy, the guy who works out of his van, who's not paying taxes, who doesn't have insurance, who doesn't do all that who will call us and want to know what we're charging, acting as if he is a homeowner. Mm-hmm. So our company policy is, is we're going to show up on the job. We're going to look at it. You will quote it that way. We are legitimately going to show up, wheel it off, and quote it. And I'll let Ryan go from there. Yeah, as far as a per-foot price on any type of fence, that kind of, as far as the install, I mean, materials will be the same usually, but right. on install... I'm quoting on the amount of work that we have to do to put it up. Yeah, so you're looking it, at this saying, this is going to take me three days to do this. Here's, yeah, here's it, my rate. It depends on how much time it's going to take me. Can I get in there with equipment? Can I drive them? Is there big mature trees? Am I going to have to fight tree roots all the way around? It's you're quoting Well, and I think you guys are being fair about all this. I mean, you're, you're, you're doing a good job for people. I mean, I like what I see on, on online and stuff about you, and I hope to visit some, some of the job sites and take a look at this sometime soon here sure yeah 
we we we've we've managed to keep it was weird you know google here recently went from google business over to google maps so during that transformation which happened maybe about two months ago the majority of your well actually all your reviews go away so google business profile is no longer it doesn't exist it Mm. automatically transfers you over to maps but up until that point we had a perfect five-star rating with 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 clients Mm. and um i mean it is our goal is to make people happy within reason. We're the professionals. We know what's going to last. We know what's going to work. We're going to try to make it fit for you. But the bottom line is, is that it's our reputation that's going in the ground. Well, and I got to tell you, you got to keep this audience happy that listens to the show because if you don't, I hear about it. Of course. And then when I hear about it, you're going to hear about it. Yeah, of course. (laughs) And then nobody else is ever going to hear about you again because I won't, I won't recommend you. (laughs) We take that challenge. That's not a problem. Yeah. So, so that, that's one thing that's, that's nice about, uh, this program and the people that we have here is we get, you know, really good conversation about our, our sponsors, our advertisers, the people on the show. In fact, that's my thank you for that segue. Um, tooting the horn of one of our sponsors, I got this note here, uh, a listener follow-up. Uh, it says, hey, Joe, I, just a short message. I contacted Heating Equipment Company for a furnace tune-up checkup. We were talking about this the last couple of weeks. For many years, my furnace had this issue of shutting down intermittently during its warming cycle, usually just in the mornings. I would do a quick reset by turning off the switch at the furnace and then turning it back on. The furnace would reset and it would continue its cycle without any issues. After many years and many furnace checks, none of the techs had ever been able to figure this out. Of course, it would never do it when the technician was there for the annual tune-ups. Anyway, after heating equipment company came out and serviced it, I can report for the first time in many years, my furnace is working great. Thanks to you for the recommendation and thanks to an experienced technician that went the extra mile to fix the issue, Gary. So that's nice. That That's the kind of stuff I like to hear sure. on the show. And that's what uh, people like about this is they have access to what I think are, you know, some of the finest people that are out there and, and, and that, that take care of them and do that kind of stuff for them. So. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for doing that and I'll look for that. Um, Ryan, I want to ask you a question here. Um, you, we were chatting during the break and I heard the word gates being used. And you said you build your own gates? Yes, I do. Okay, tell me about this. Uh, well, it depends on what type of gate you're wanting. But yes, I build, like if it's a cedar gate, I build my own two by four frames and I'll do it right there on the job because you can't use pre manufactured stuff. Typically, gates tend to sit right on top of where everybody's utility lines are. That's where their cable and everything comes in. So when you buy a pre-manufactured gate that is four foot, you're required, you have to set those posts at a certain RO right. for that gate to work. Rough opening that yeah, is rough for those opening. listening. Yep. Sorry, I'm using terms. <laughs> but uh, you don't know for sure what's under the ground. And 811, we call them, they come and mark. But they're not always accurate. I have actually found utilities up to three foot away from their marks. I found a gas line once doing that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, six inches down, I found a gas line. That's the six truth. Six inches. That's the truth. We've mm-hmm. seen it too. Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting that one. I wasn't happy about that either. Yeah, neither was the, the whole neighborhood that we had to cordon off the cul-de-sac on. <laughs> 
Okay, so you build them yourself out of wood. What? Well, if I'm doing cedar, I, build I always thought frame. these welded, you know, out of inch and five eighths chain link tubing with the J bolts and stuff was the way to go. And now uh-huh. you're, you're saying wood. It's the simplest way that you can go down and buy something and put in a gate with little effort. Yeah. But the bottom line is you have to know what's underground before you know how big and how and where you can put your gate. So you build so, the gate to fit the need. You don't, do. you don't make the fence fit the gate. No, I mean, what happens if, say, yeah. you have five feet between your property line and your house, and you got 14 utilities running through there, and you have this pre-manufactured gate that says a post has to go here and here. Here, here. And you have a power line and a gas line. Well, just hang it off the house. Yeah. No, you don't do that. <laughs> but you just drill through into the garage, right through the wall, yeah, and you right put a big old fender washer and, and yeah, everything else that you could bet. be there. Yeah, you bet. Man. The sheetrock will hold that. <laughs> but no, so I've just, you can't use anything yeah. pre-manufactured. And I, so I just had to learn a way that I could put a gate and keep it from and sagging. Keep it from sagging and make it be right and functional, not knowing what's underground. Right. And that's the biggest variable in every job is you don't know what's underground. When does a gate need a, like a wheel on the end of it to to roll on and stuff? Uh, when it what eight feet, time, nine feet, what six feet? It depends. You know, between six and eight feet, you can start getting some sag on a gate. Yeah. But generally, your ground isn't flat enough to use a wheel. You're going to open your gate six That's inches true. and the wheel's going to be off the ground or the ground might go up. And so wheels, in my opinion, I've only used them maybe once or twice. Mm. And it's when it's I'm building a giant oversized gate and it's simply to support the weight when it's closed. Gotcha. So when you open a gate, generally it comes off the ground or whatever and a wheel is not necessary. Mm. So I only use it to help with sagging. Is anybody doing chain link fence anymore? Is that still, is it a minor thing or is it a big thing? It's a lot of commercial and industrial, I know. It's commercial, and believe it or not, we've had folks want a four-foot or a three-foot. He literally just finished a, a, is that a four-foot or a three-footer? That was four-foot. Four-foot in the front yard. Mm-hmm. And, and and around the backyard to keep the dogs in. So right, and still be able to see through and have the wind pass through. through. And yeah. Okay. Last chance, folks. If you've got questions for the Idaho Fence Masters, Scott and Ryan, they are in studio. Grab your phone now. This is the end of the show. 208-336-3700. We'll have time for one, maybe two phone calls when we come back. After the final messages from the sponsors who make the show possible each and every week, you want a list of them? Go to JoePrin.com. That's where you'll find my trusted resource list. That's there for you to use and get uh, special phone numbers, just like Ryan's here, 208-991-7000 if you want to reach Idaho Fence Masters. We'll be back right after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. If you could shrink yourself down and crawl through your ductwork, I think you'd be surprised to see what you've been breathing. It's amazing what collects in there. Makes me want to sneeze just thinking about it. Dirty ductwork can cause allergy issues and can make for more house cleaning. If this just motivated you to get your ducts cleaned, System Clean is who you want to do it. They have professional duct cleaning tools and the years of experience to clean your ducts properly. Unfortunately, there are other companies out there that think cleaning your ducts is no big deal, and it shows in their work. That's not what System Clean is all about. Proper, high-power, effective, and complete duct cleaning while respecting your home sets System Clean apart from the rest. System Clean does duct cleaning right. Call System Clean today and schedule an appointment. 
208-884-3300. System Clean, 208-884-3300. And be sure to ask for the Home Fix Listener Discount. System Clean, 208-884-3300. Sometimes you just need more tractor. A lot more. And when that happens, think John Deere. For example, the 3038E Compact Utility Tractor. This beast has standard four-wheel drive with big tires for any terrain. And it's easy to drive and maneuver with its hydro transmission with twin-touch pedals. Want a bucket on the front of it? You got it. Want to hook some implements to the back? Of course. There's a Category 1 three-point hitch ready to go to work for you. And did we mention this is a John Deere tractor? That's right. The good stuff. But we don't want you to come look at these. We don't even want you to look at CampbellTractor.com. We want you to come by and jump up into the comfy, shock-absorbing, famous yellow seat and take this one for a spin. And yes, if the tractor fits, you can wear it home if you like. Campbell Tractor, 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa, with stores also in Homedale, Fruitland, Glens Ferry, Wendell, and Ontario. Homeowner's insurance is often not appreciated or understood until you need it. It is one of those things that you know you must have, but really are not that familiar with. I mean, who wants to read page after page of that very small print? Brett Murphy does. It's his job. Brett Murphy with Boise River Insurance is local and independent, so he can work to find you what fits your needs the best. Your house may have gone up significantly in value, and you need to be sure that your coverage has kept up with it. Has your agent made sure that you are covered? Do you even know who your agent is? If it is time for a face-to-face sit-down review, Brett Murphy would like to help you out. He will answer the questions. If you need to select your homeowner's insurance, talk to Brett and have him find you the best possible coverage and cost. Brett is available to talk with you, regardless of who you get your insurance from. 208-949-2222 or email brett at boiseriverinsurance.com. 208-949-2222. Make sure that your home's heating and cooling system is in shape for whatever the season will bring with the expert and community-trusted service you can only rely on from Heating Equipment Company. Heating Equipment Company will top it off. They use reliable and award-winning Lennox equipment, so your air is guaranteed to be perfect season after season. For a limited time, you can get up to $1,200 in rebates and monthly payments as low as $132 on a brand new Lennox system, quoted during this rebate period. These unmatched savings make it easier than ever to guarantee your system is ready for whatever the season's weather brings. Award-winning Lennox products and the community-trusted service you expect, it doesn't get much better than that. Call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today or visit them online at heatingequipmentcompany.com to learn more or schedule that appointment today. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Heating Equipment Company, 208-459-2212. Get 670KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670KBOI. Now back to Joe Prince. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. Hey guys, just in case we run out of time, I really want to thank you for coming down here. I know you're not, you know, sponsors or advertisers on the show. Maybe someday, but uh, it, it was good talking about this, and I liked hearing this, you know, from from your point of view. I'd, I'd like some uh, opinions here on a couple things. Um, we see in the home centers, and I'm, I'm sure they're starting to stock up now. You pull up in front over there by the lumber section, and that. And there's going to be, you know, stacked up against the building and coming out towards the parking lot, this 
this monstrous pile of these pre-made panels that have like maybe a two by three frame around them or a two by four frame. Some of them have lattice on, on top of them and they're shot together and they're, you know, $49 a panel. Are people wasting their money with those? Come on, let me have it. Let me have it. In my opinion, absolutely. Because those panels are completely flat. And when is the last time have you been in a backyard or anybody's property that is completely flat? Hmm. You know, so you end up with one side of your panel touching the ground, one side of the panel six inches off the ground. You end up with dog problems. Now you just it, install it crooked. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> I won't. But. Well, some of them are loose enough. You can just kind of rack them a little bit. It's the truth. <laughs> you just so, get the car jack under there and, okay. So, yeah, in my opinion, anytime you can find something cheaper, that's exactly what you're getting. For I, I had somebody ask me about them, and, I, I, I'm, yeah, I, I think I knew that answer when we asked the question, but... Uh, I told people, you know, if you're having to do something temporary, you just need to box in something real quick or you need to put up a screen in front of something for a couple of months and then you're going to take it down. Maybe that's okay, but um, you're not that far away from doing it with quality. If you, I mean, you're, you're like, you know, half the way there to something that'll last for years and years and years rather than maybe a couple seasons. Yeah, temporary, no matter what it is. Temporary is exactly that. If you find something cheap, it'll work for temporary, but you're going to spend that money every couple of years versus spending it every 20 for something that's done right. We've got a, um, a fence installer. Uh, Jim, I don't know if you're listening this morning. I'm sure you are, but uh, Jim has been a, a fence guy for you know forever. I mean, I, I think he put in Abraham Lincoln's fence around his house. Um, <laughs> Jim will get that joke, but... Uh, he told me once, he said, and it was just starting where people were putting up these, these dog-eared cedar picket fences, but then across the top of the pickets, they were pinching it in on both sides with one by six or one by four as it were, you know, 14 feet, 16 feet long or whatever, just random all screwed together. Mm-hmm. And he said that that was a new fencing style created by people that can't get the tops even. Get the top line right. Yeah. Yeah. Is, <laughs> Is is that actually a style or is that a, a Band-Aid to correct another problem, right. like sagging right. in the middle? They just run these strips over them. It can be both. Sometimes you have a customer that wants, uh, we call it window framing or picture framing. They just oh, want something okay. a little more decorative. It also can fix top line issues if you don't know how to run a string line. And it also can help warping issues if you're using thin green pickets or something mm. that's going to warp. So so go back to the quality of these pickets and, and what, what your choice is. Because we, we hit on that right in the very beginning, and there's probably a lot of new people listening that didn't hear this part. So the, the, the product that you use is not the promotional home center picket. You're, you're using a different type of material. What, what is it? We are using, they are three-quarter inch thick by six inch wide or five and a half inch wide Japanese uh, I'm sorry. Holeless pickets is what they call holeless pickets. Okay, and, and meaning we, there's no knots, no holes, right. no nothing. In and the and we did port. say that all the grading on this stuff is all just arbitrary. What one person calls a premium, maybe another's select, maybe another's holeless or something. So, do you pack a few of these around to show people here's what we're going to use? I don't pack any pickets with me. But I always have pictures on my phone, yeah, on okay. websites, we have Facebook, where they can go and see fences that we have put up. Yeah. And all you got to do is look at it, and you can see it's not the stuff you buy from your local home center. Right. So but you said that the, the cost is still good on that. I, 
in all actuality at our volume and what we do with our wholesalers that we buy from, right? We're paying less for these pickets and passing that on. Our, our in our company, our model it, it is not is not uh, marking up our material. We pass that savings right on to the customer, so we are getting them for less or the same as you're buying at Home Depot for the And I was going to say, and you're getting them from a wholesaler that I can't buy from. You cannot. They, they don't want me coming over there no. and picking out 72 pickets. You know, they want you going there and getting 720 pickets. It all starts, everything we do, the foundation of our fencing starts with the best quality products. I will not put anything in the ground that's garbage. I won't. Yeah. If we get into a bunk and we get bad pickets, we They're turn around right and drive back. them right back, and they replace them. They give us ones that we will put up. Right, yeah. That's how we run our business. And they know that if they give you junk, you're going to bring it back. 1,000%. Right, right, because you're responsible. It's your face that's right there, Ryan, on okay. the job site. It's on our every, business. you got to look these customers in the eye. And So what's the schedule look like right now? Somebody's looking at this and going, yeah, you know, I think this is the year I'm going to get that new fence or get my fence replaced. If somebody calls you within the next couple of weeks... What's response time to do a job right now? Well, response time for an estimate is within a day or two. Uh, the job right now, I'm... Weather, obviously. About, yeah, weather depending. If I have good weather, I'm two and a half to three weeks out right now. Okay, so if you're planning on a new fence by the end of March, you better be calling these guys now. By March, we'll be 45 days out. Yeah, okay, so... There it is. There's your uh, your little warning. If you're going to be doing a fence this year, talk to these guys now. Even if you want to schedule it for August or something, that's fine. But at least get a hold of them. Uh, Ryan and Scott with Idaho Fence Masters, 208-991-7000 is how you get a hold of them. I'll add this name and uh, number to the Home Fix resource list in the next week. But I uh, hope you wrote that down for today. Guys, thanks for coming in, sitting in. I'm Joe Pryn. We'll be back next week. With more of the Home Fix Show here on News Talk KBOI. See you then. The word might be interesting. The housing market right now is interesting. Because of this, three quarters of people surveyed said they'd rather fix up their home and stay put rather than move. If that's the case for you, start with your garage. Storage Evolution has served this valley for many years. Their gorgeous garage storage systems offer a wide variety of products, from storage of the smallest items like tools and decorations, to larger items like bicycles. Storage Evolution will help you create a customized plan that will meet your current and future storage needs because these innovative systems adapt as your storage needs change. Estimates are free and the installation is fast and professionally done. Just imagine, you'll finally be able to park your car in the garage or build that needed workbench. And these products have a lifetime warranty. Contact them for the garage storage system you will love. Storage Evolution, 208-515-3575. 208-515-3575. Or visit garagesolutionsboise.com.